city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 30 Voice of the Editor here. At the start of this session I was feeling quite sick, and was basically sitting around at the end of the table waiting for my assorted medications to kick in. So I encourage the players to amuse themselves rather than be GM for. So that's why there's so many players role-playing directly with players and the GM doing very little for about the first hour or so of the session. So when last we left our heroes, uh, Corvosa was dying. Yes. Again, yes. Uh, 1% of the population is dead. Yep. Uh, Sunny Mahal has left the city, along with her, with her various employ- uh, many of her employees and that sort of thing. Yep, the Chief Justice is tragically Chief passed. Justice... Chief Arbiter Zenobia Zenderholm is dead. Report well, reported dead of blood veil. They did say they couldn't actually um They didn't know for sure. Back that up. Uh, the Academy is closed, the Thunderfist Monastery is closed, the Clash of Steel is closed. Yep. And we were And what, three of the two of the PCs are sick with blood veil. Yep. Because yep. Flora has um, used a scroll of pure disease on the yeah. basis. Yeah, of except for I'm 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 not too bad. She's she's your removed she's kind of a scroll with me. If you mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but you know, me. from a cop meta standpoint, you might want to save that one until you go home. Yeah. Uh, and because we probably won't can't buy anymore. Jack had broken into Chrysidia Croft's house. Yes, and, and stolen her journal. Yes. What had it revealed to you, Jack? Um. Well, it turns out that Chrysidia's... Well, I knew her father had been tragically killed, but it was even more sad than I thought. Her best friend in the world was Sabrina Merrin, and she had a terrible, terrible crush on her um, father figure, Varric von Castigan. Then on Van Carlo, sorry. And then um, she had um, was competing with Sabrina for the um, guardsman job. Then Sabrina took her out to dinner and revealed that she'd been stalking her. Chrysidia reacted to this unbelievably badly and said a lot of very hateful things, which must have broken poor Sabrina's heart. Mm. Then they stayed away from each other for a while, and then Chrysidia kindly but possibly very unwisely attempted a reconciliation after she'd gotten the job that Sabrina wanted. Then there was a terrible bloody mess involving um, bitter arguments and Sabrina quite possibly cutting off Ben Carlo's hand to spite uh, Chrysidia, and Chrysidia's basic take was that everything in the world was broken. Again. It was very sad, and Jack is kind of sorry Kind of sorry that she knows this now. <laughs> Not so sorry that she sort of regrets burgling the house, but she kind of wishes she was a different person with an entirely different set of skills who could take a swing at actually resolving the problem. You have a very, have a very select set of skills. Yeah. Yes. And they were great for getting the information, but probably not so useful for actually using it, because I can never ever let Christina I know this, as which means my chances of resolving it are minimal. Alright, so, of stuff to do? 
that is still on my list of downtime stuffs, what people want to do. Oh, and uh, Garen got a friendly night visitor from... Oh, uh, yes, yeah, Garen oh, wasn't killed Mosca, by a vampire. Archimedes. Which yeah. we we're all comforted by the fact that he's not dead, but slightly yeah. troubled by the revelation that um, the vampire could have killed him effortlessly. I have Silver wants to talk to other players on my list. Silver sil- wants to talk to everyone. Oh, Silver wants, okay, wants to talk to everyone. No, 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 no! Don't change it. <laughs> Silver wants to talk to Tanith, mm-hmm. and uh, Sabrina wants to come and see Lucy. <laughs> For plot reasons, pull your head out of the gutter. Yeah, she's so. interested in that plot. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't going to go there, and you did. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I suggest that we start with Silver, the less flirtatious thing. Bard Bard is the less flirtatious? The half-alvin Bard? Anyway, Silver. You're driving, Susan? Yeah, I'll I'll do the the everyone else, not Kenneth one first, because I'm still sick and he won't want to see me while I'm sick. Um, So, while I'm sick, um, how will you be medicating me for, for my black veil? Um, well, I can either, you can either be in the ward that I have set up, mm. or I can come to your house and... Okay. Yeah, the ward is certainly the easier option, because that then allows you to, um, allows Flora to actually treat other people as well. Yeah, So yeah. You're, you're literally in basically a cheap, you know, bunk bed, hospital bed thing. Yeah. In her hastily, uh, hastily built double shop front thing mm-hmm. that she's now got going on. Okay, um, so I assume that like Makoto is going to help me get to the get to the ward of or something. <laughs> Yay! Because <laughs> he's awesome. Um, um, so one of the things that um, obviously Silver's going to be sleeping there, so at some point he's going to lose his identity. So um, what was what I was going to do was at some point while you were treating him. Um, Oh, I don't know how to break into this. Um, so, like, I'll be in the bed and you'll be, like, treating me or something like that. Um, Flora, I, this is, there's something I need to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. I should talk to you now before the dawn breaks. It'll probably be less awkward then. Before blood fail, <laughs> upon you and you die. Yeah, probably before the blood fail takes me down. I, you guys have probably guessed, but I've, I've got a secret, and I haven't been telling anyone about this. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell anyone else. Um, but I'm not who I said I not. Well, technically I am who I'm who I said I am, but. I was somebody else before that. Somebody that you don't like. Okay. Well, I know Lucy said you were raised in the Church of Asmodeus, which can't have been evil. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) It can very easily be evil. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. What if I told you that there's not really any easy way of saying this. I turn off my prestidigitation and see if she recognises me. 
No. No? You don't recognise me? A, Floral wouldn't know more Del Mandravius from a hole in the ground. Okay. B, all your prestigitation does is colours your hair. Yeah. You you actively need to remove, like, the disguise you've got on your face. You've got, you know, skin darkening stuff. Or... No, 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 the prestigitation does all that? No. No. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll buy that. That's, okay. that's, that's part of it. The prestigitation colours his hair and his skin. And the skin can. Yeah. yeah. If you, you still need to use your actual disguise skill to weave the magic Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll use the disguise right. skill and the bluff and stuff like that to, to act the part. Yeah, but, you know, Flora, what he looks like is a guy... He, he looks like Silver with differently coloured hair yeah. and different, different yeah. coloured skin. Yeah. So and he, um, he, I, I imagine just a few sort of subtle lines. You know, your eyes are slightly close together. There's slightly more or less weight in your face, that sort of thing. Um... Something like that. I, I don't know how much prestidigitation can actually change. I thought it was just a recolor. Well, yeah, but but you're telling me it's the sole thing you use to disguise yourself. Um, so my you're day, for your disguise my skills. every my everyday disguise, but it doesn't change much of my features. Well, that's what I gathered is that it doesn't change my features much. I figured that the way that I talk and present myself would so change. Mannerisms and clothing and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, what what Flora sees is someone who looks like Silver with different hair and yeah. and a um, lighter, more chillaxian skin colour. Yeah. I'm sorry, all I can see is you take off my glasses. My God, you're Superman! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's totally the Superman transition. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Flora, you like you would have no cross with the Mandravises anywhere in your life, so yeah. he just looks like some guy. You you could probably guess chillaxian, but yeah, um, yeah. I can just imagine. But that. you probably, I think we already talked about, you know, we're aware he's not Verisian because we, you know, know the Verisian community. Yeah, yeah. I do like the idea that Selva thinks he's so damn important that yeah. everyone should recognise him on yeah. sight. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He's, he's, prob- he's probably going to hang on that for about 30 seconds <laughs> and then just be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, um, if you didn't notice, I'm. The son of Octavia Mandravius. Oh, you didn't beat him up. <laughs> I, I, I thought you just beat Mordell up. I didn't realise you were him. <laughs> Damn it! I should have gone with that story. <laughs> Beat him up. Tell me more about the story you have about me. I've seen how protective you are of Dakota. I, I assume Mordell was rude about Dakota, and you stepped in and set him up. <laughs> I love you this. You know theory. what? Emotionally, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. I met him ages back. Um, I was getting, well, I was getting drugs in the, the black market without my parents knowing, because it can get pretty boring at some of those parties that they go to. Um, and I, I hung out with some bards along the way, and I met him, and he took me into becoming a bard myself. Um, and I I joined the school I told them that I was going to become a, a wizard or a sorcerer like that he really got behind that 
and gave me a lot of great tutoring and stuff, but it really wasn't my thing. I did learn some stuff though, but just before I, I left the school, <clears throat> so Rolf, you know how Rolf turned people into flesh golems? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I was dating a girl at the time and he turned her into a flesh golem. He did it as some sort of weird, sick, I don't know, love letter to me. And he said at the time he wanted to be friends with me, but I told him to go away. I just wasn't interested in weirdos like him. And... He suggested that I could find another girl to, to turn into a gothic flesh golden for me, someone who was more suitable. I said no. And then he suggested that you could turn Nakota into one and I punched him in the face. Fair enough. <laughs> Can't say I blame you for punching Rolf in the face. <laughs> well you know, it's, it kind of started some rumours. Um, we had a meeting. Gadrin Lamb was there, and so was my mother. They were going to pin the whole entire ordeal of my girlfriend getting turned into a flesh golem onto Nakoda. I wasn't going to have any of that. Well, at first I was like, I, I was hoping it would blow over, but they were dead serious. They were going to take away my only friend. So basically, the only option I had was to just toss everything aside and stand by him. It was the only thing I could do. So I told them, isn't there someone else you could blame? <laughs> like the perpetrator? I couldn't, I couldn't put the blame on him though. It's Gadrin it's Lamb's son. And? <laughs> you think yeah. the rest of the city wouldn't but wouldn't believe Gadrin Land's son is capable of murder? Okay, but you do realise he has a lot of money still? He could have paid people off. That's what he was doing. Um, so the only thing I could do was argue against them. They eventually said, hey, it's too confusing, let's just drop the charges altogether and don't come back to my school. I was fine with that, I guess. But Octavia was going to take me back to the Hell Knights. And if, if that happened, I definitely wouldn't have been able to see Nakoda again. So I walked away. Well, <laughs> more like I screamed and yelled and told them that I was never going to talk to them again <laughs> while I walked away. I lived a, a week on the street. It was the first time I'd ever been out on the street for such a long period of time. I think the longest I'd ever been on the street was, I don't know, an hour or two. Depending on how long it took to get from somewhere on the carriage. I felt like I was going to die. But obviously I made it. It was a big life lesson for me. And then, 
a lot about living on the street and the damage I, I did, damage my family did. And in the way I found Shaylin, she came to me when I, when I, well I suppose I didn't save her. I thought at the time I'd saved Lucy from her ex-husband, but I can, I'm, I've done better. I, 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 hopefully I've made up for it by now, but I tried to save her. My heart was finally in the right place, and Shailen came to me and said, hey, you can join us and do good things, spread the love. Yeah. It wasn't... I did a lot of things that I regret. And there's a lot of people in this, this party that don't like what I, what I am and what I did for my family. I don't necessarily hate my family, but I know that Asmodeus is not a good Asmodeus is not good for them I hope you understand that I've changed so much about myself I'm not the guy I used to be I, I'm no longer Octavia's son yeah this is the real me as exciting as brown hair and pale skin is you should know that might be hard, but even Lucy will will forgive you. She might be angry. But oh, the you keep this from her. <laughs> she'll probably try to kill me. <laughs> Angrier she'll be. You're not going to tell her, are you? No, this is your secret to tell. It is for you to tell. Okay. Um, I'm happy that, I, that I've managed to tell you as well. Jack also knows. So, if you want to talk to Jack about it, you can. That's fine. I'm probably going to tell Garen at some point. Lucy... I don't know, maybe I've left it too long. She'll feel worse if you leave her out. I know, but if, everyone else if I don't tell her at all and she never ever finds out, then she'll never ever experience the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard all the time, so, um, this is a very guy way of thinking. I mean, I, I, I kissed her. She's, 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 I'm just going to be another one of them. Another guy has betrayed her. You I don't want to be there. While. Of course you will. But you'll also be Silver, her friend. Who's helped her. Who's fought by her side. Who's carried her home when she was unwell. I don't know if it'll be enough, though. You can never know if it'll be enough. No one can ever know. But, like... I've known for a long time, like before you guys knew that how her husband died, 
That was one of the big reasons why I haven't mentioned anything up until now. Her husband? Ex-husband. Oh, right. How he died of a heart attack? Yeah. I think you're talking... Are you talking about her dad? Ex-husband. Oh, right. Yeah. Well... Like, for sure, if she's going to do that to him, she'll do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she hates you as much as she hated him. I I don't think anybody hates anybody as much as she hated him. She really, really hates Octavia, and she really hates the whole family because of her. She has said this multiple times. Yes. You can always hate people and learn to forgive them. I don't know, how would you do it? I would make sure that we were somewhere that was probably that was public. Was like <laughs> 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 so she kills me then lots of witnesses. I think she means more of a neutral space. <laughs> oh my god, Laura. <laughs> somewhere that is <laughs> yeah, like a, a neutral, a neutral space. <laughs> Somewhere that she has Somewhere that neither of you have any attachment or, or strong feelings towards. And if she gets angry and wants to run off, let her. If she is happy and if she's happy to stay in court let her answer her questions <laughs> do, do, the, do the best you can to help her see that you've changed and that you regret what your mother taught you was right to do because you might not know this but then made me do unpleasant things as well and I can never pay back the money that was stolen I I can never apologise to the families but I can do my best to help the city I can help the other children in that situation to stop other people getting so desperate they feel like there's nothing left. You don't have to have the weight of the world on your shoulder. Having a secret is pretty heavy. And it hasn't been something that I've... It's been a very heavy burden to me. And trying to keep this part of myself hidden aside, pretending it doesn't exist. I mean, how many bards do you know (laughs) can sit there and interrogate a hardened person <laughs> get information out of them, make them cry that's, that's only something that somebody like Octavia could teach you I can't doubt that it's been a handy skill to be able to scare the living crap out of somebody but 
constantly asking me questions about my past. I, I've told her that I don't want to tell her my past because I did a lot of bad things and I told her that she'd hate me and I guess she's come up with her own little theory about who I was. Well, yeah, we, we both just kind of assumed like I said earlier. <laughs> I like that story. I do. But I also need to stand up to the fact that I did do bad in the past and I've changed. That's a good thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. I don't talk about this stuff in Shailen's Gladden's handbook. <laughs> to him. <laughs> it's a lot of things that they didn't cover. I guess they assumed that a normal good person would learn them themselves naturally over time had to do a lot of cramming in the last year but I'm glad I've got friends beside me who can help guide me along the way so I've still got a way to go yet but I feel like I'm on the right track finally I, I don't know if, if she's okay with hugging yeah, because she, <laughs> Silver can do it with a hug right yeah, now she'll hug, she'll <laughs> hug Silver yeah, yeah she hugs Silver, she'll whisper I guess you're not blackjack either. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I I thought Mordell was blackjack. You, <laughs> you you've obviously never met Mordell. <laughs> no. <laughs> Number one, he doesn't have a sexy accent, just a sexy face. <laughs> he would not say people. <laughs> and he'll he'll spend the next. However long, ranting about why Mordell and Blackjack cannot possibly be <laughs> the same no, person. It, it would be completely impossible for Mordell to disguise his appearance and, you know, his voice <laughs> in order to patrol the city as a masked superhero. <laughs> Money coming out of his ears, yes I know, I could possibly To buy a little fancy Batman grapnel. Yeah. <laughs> All we have to do is murder your parents. <laughs> Silver wants to have a rant about how no um, Mordell can't tragic when can't they die. <laughs> He wants to have the rant though. <laughs> so I think we'll, we'll probably close off on, yep. on Mordell going. Yeah, the, cam yes, the camera pans out the window and out onto the street and back to the city. We just hear Mordell's voice getting slowly quieter and quieter. And I would never wear black. Black <laughs> is not a flattering <laughs> colour. <laughs> and the Mordell eye lines would wear red. Yeah. <laughs> I can I, see Mordell doing the Scarlet Pimpernel. Um, I wanted the two very quick scene with Gar, and I just remembered as well. Yeah, just go to for talk it. About do you want to do that next? Yeah. Um, so, um, Silver will, um, sorry, Jack will come by a Gar and shop at um, sort of probably around closing when you're just closing the place up and putting the, all the big metal things back on the wall and stuff. Jack doesn't play the technical terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, knock, which is unusual. Oh. Oh. Hey, um, Garen, it's um, me, Jack. Oh, hi, Jack. Come on in. What's inside? What can I do for you? I um, wanted to ask you a favour. I sort of, I didn't know how much those boots were initially, but I found out it's kind of a lot of money, I, more than I have right now. So I was gonna pay everybody back when I um, you know, when I get some more money. But the thing is, the um. 
we sort of just went out and spent all of the money on some cure disease scrolls and fixed up flora and now we've got a couple of cure disease scrolls which I think was really good because there won't be a lot to buy in the future they were really expensive but the thing is now there's sort of no money around so I was the thing is trade's not good right now on the street and I'm not really working up at the academy anymore on account of it being shut say no, say no more less say no more I, I'm sure I've got 10 or 20 gold around here for those boots <laughs> <laughs> can I just borrow the money off you just for a little bit aye aye less, less. how much do you need <laughs> well discuss basically the transaction <laughs> is um, I, I will pay you back I will pay you back yeah. But when you say the initial amount, there will be some rather, there'll be a rather sharp curse in undercommon. <laughs> you know, a good pair of dwarven boots don't cost anywhere near that. Oh, they last hundreds of years. Because yeah. <laughs> no bugger wants to wear them. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, it's just, I, I don't normally go under debt like this. It's just, um, they're just, they're so shiny and they make <laughs> It's important to be fast because then you can get away from stuff. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry about this. Oh, no, 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 it's, it's, it's just funny. Here you go. Let go, hand. Let go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Merchant hand, you know how it is. <laughs> anyway, thanks. That means I can, I'm spending a lot of time chasing around on the street looking for patients for flora and stuff. Ah, yeah, I. My shoes are getting worn out. <laughs> Thankfully, they're magic, so... Is Uber wanting to talk to Picard? Um, well, if we're going to have space for that, yeah. then sure. Yeah, yeah um, I think... Um, I mean, I was going to suggest maybe doing that at the next downtime and getting on, but seeing Jared's really sick... Yeah. This go, is a good time to do yeah. it. Yeah. Go yeah. for your life. Um, um, and yeah, you want... Oh, no, you were having downtime with Sabrina. Yeah. So there was me with Tanner, which yeah, can't yeah. happen, because yeah. Jared's not... Jared's and, not and, and you with Sabrina, Sabrina which can't happen, but... Yeah. Um, Okay, so it looks like I'm having downtime. Um, how does this work? Because, like, I'm still getting healed. Are you going to come and visit? Well, uh, the thing is, you, you don't have to spend 100% of the time in the um, place no, getting I don't, healed. I don't think you... you can yeah, but Garwin would probably still visit. Yeah. I mean, he, this one's sickly after all. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're going to come and visit, then there's a possibility <sighs> that... Come oh, man, he's confessing it all over his deathbed. <laughs> It's a possibility. It is a possibility. Probably not with Silver, but it's definitely a possibility. Um, what time of the day do you come visit? Uh, let's see. It'd be well, your bedroom's there. The sun would be directly I'm, there. I'm at her, her thingy. What's her ward? Her ward. Yeah. Where's your ward again? Is it at your? It's, it's next to my store. It's okay. like the next shop on. It's like yeah. Damn it! I was hoping to pull out the sun, but. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be waking all sorts of people in there, and there's six people, including me. Okay, so the dwarf goes down, the dwarven paladin goes down to the thieves' camp. <coughs> okay. Because <laughs> the shop isn't in the thieves' camp. I thought it was. My, no. my shop's in the gold district. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, so, yep. Garen goes to the gold district. So, oh. What up, Adina, lad? You're looking a bit poorly there. Yeah, it was those vampires. Oh, yeah, that red in your hair has gone down to a magenta. <laughs> Actually, did you wake me up? I might be brown still. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. I don't think uh, the nurse would let me wake you up if you weren't awake. Yeah, no, that's fair. 
Yeah. It makes perfect sense. This is much cooler than <laughs> than Griff. Maybe he's just that good. You never know. I am so messed up. <laughs> I'm obviously going to have to talk to him at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Dwarf can't do it. Gets the gets the buds. He's got it. He's talked to him. You know, at the key way. But yes. Well, while you're here, and you're talking about secrets and stuff like that, um, there's a secret that I've been wanting to talk to you about. You've probably figured that I've got one. I. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Silver's going to assume he's picked up on it because Silver hasn't figured out that he's got low wisdom because he's got low wisdom himself. <laughs> Calling Griff with no wisdom and he's got low wisdom himself. He's called he's the, the kettle, what was it, pot calling the kettle black? Yep. <laughs> um, well, I've just been talking... Actually, you have a higher wisdom than Garen. <laughs> a what? You have a higher wisdom than Garen. Oh, yeah, because you got an 8 and I've got a 9. Oh, jeez, I'm smarter than the average dwarf. That's not difficult. <laughs> Oi, that's racist. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, I, I've, I've been talking to Flora about it this morning while she was, while she was doing up my bandages. Um, we have bandages. You're not hurt. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got rashes and stuff, though, because of the black veil. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have the bandages on it to, to calm down Pult- the rashes and stuff. Poultice? Is that what it is? I don't know. He wouldn't know what they're called. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> He'd just call them bandages yep. if yeah, he's been whacked up by something. Um, like, you know how I don't really sleep with the rest of the group? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Is he gonna give him a strange face? <laughs> I and, and and how I kind of I'm very particular about my past. I and how I don't like the Mandraviuses. Oh, goodness, and he does. Pretty sure the Mandraviuses don't like the Mandraviuses. <laughs> You'd be right. Um. Or at least right for one of the members. Um, he's gonna turn off his disguise and. Fuck! Oh, Sarah's Chris! It's impossible! You recognize me? You are proud here! Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thought you'd be involved in some old camouflage I'm gonna go back and laugh about this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really sleep with the party. <laughs> <laughs> that was proud, hell. <laughs> Are you saying that? It's horrible. <laughs> yes, in a very loud voice. I know. So it's just, just a ton of How could this be? Really Overestimated how much attention people pay to what the nobility looks like. How should know the nobility? He has ranks of nobility. And he how could this be? I always thought he'd found he had found into an alchemical back when he was a baby. Um, he uses the spell prestidigitation to make his hair rainbow. I could have told you that. <laughs> like since day one. <laughs> but why? Well, I think it's because he wants to hide his brown hair. 
But why? <laughs> You'll have to ask him that. Silver's <laughs> coming up on why. No one recognizes him as Mordell. You, you've asked a whole bunch of people who don't know the nobility. He knows the nobility vote. Only recently. <laughs> well, if you're doing history, not current <laughs> events. Well, okay, so nobody knows who I am. Oh, the, what a what a you're a nice man. Oh, the bloody hell are you? Well, uh, you know how how I'm new Griff. I. And how how Griff is new model. I. I'm old model. You don't look that old. <laughs> Silver's so just gonna look aside. <laughs> he's pulling his leg and he knows it. He's just not used to used to being around people that pull legs. Um, okay, I I, I I deserve that. I'm the original then. Okay. So what? Mm-hmm. What? We mean by what? I'm Octavia Mandravius' son. But? And I used to be part of the Church of Asmodeus. So did a lot of people, but they kept, went on to become fine upstanding citizens. I was once a Hell Knight. <laughs> Current shrugs his shoulders. I... Well, you weren't nearly the same thing. Very special. I I did a lot of bad stuff in my past. Oh. Uh, try and show I, me. and then you... Joined with the Church of Desner, and you've obviously atoned for them at some point. Shailen. Shailen, and you've <laughs> obviously atoned for it at some point. Uh, not properly atoned. Shailen doesn't really go like that. She just, she's more about the partying and stuff. I... Uh, no? No. No, Shailen's about love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean partying and all, love and stuff All like the that. gods do atonement. <laughs> oh, okay, so she'd do atonement as well? Just yeah, a absolutely. different way. Okay. Mm-hmm. How would she do it then? Um... She's got a pacifism thing going on for people mm. who have been too violent in their past. There's yeah. an oath of pacifism that you can swear. But mm. there's different ways. But it's not yeah. true that Shailen's totally indifferent to your evil past and yeah. doesn't care what you've done because she's just... No, it's not, it's not that she doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would have been told these are mm. some things to do and given the Palladin's handbook mm. as kind of a guide. Mm. Um, well, they gave me this handbook this one here. Whoa. I don't know if you've ever seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. They, they, they said that this may help me kind of... <laughs> I imagine there's a lot of artwork. <laughs> yeah, a lot of wood and carvings. And stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. They said that that may help guide me on my journey. <sighs> it doesn't really cover a lot of things. Like how to talk to Lucy. Lad, this is a very important question here. Please, for the love 
of Saturday. Don't tell me I've left her up to last. Yeah. Oh, you poor doomed man. <laughs> she's going to castrate you. Yes. Then she's going to throw you out of a building. Yes. And then she's going to set you on fire. This is what I told her. <laughs> She'll give me a heart attack, probably. Oh, you'll be lucky for a heart attack. <laughs> this, is what I'm this is what I'm trying to tell Flora. And Flora's all like, no, she'll forgive you. She'll forgive you. And then after she, after you've, after you're dead, she'll raise your corpse and then she'll get the knives out. She can do that. You think anything's going to stop her from doing it? <laughs> She's a wild bitch. She can do anything. <laughs> No one has any idea what she can do. Man, listening to the rest of you talk to each other, it becomes clear why you all need Jack. <laughs> Lucy cannot cast Ray's dead. Intentionally. Intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cleric spell. So you could. I could. She could tell you to and pay you to. It costs a lot of money. But she'd do that. <laughs> she doesn't have the money. Oh, the sorcery watched, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to check and see if she can? I know I considered putting something like that on. I Anyway, guys, this is pretty funny, but can we move it along? <laughs> okay. As, as a married man, that's what you do. You tell her that you're going to tell you the past, your past. You're going to take her to the most expensive restaurant you can find. You're going to give her a great meal, an excellent dessert. I don't care what you have to bribe the chef. Get chocolate in. Then you're going to tell her, you're going to make sure there's nothing sharp around. Because we've seen what she can do with a knife. <laughs> then you're going to tell her everything even the stuff you haven't told us yet then you're going to get down on your hands and knees and beg for forgiveness oh gosh she's going to cut my head off right in the spot at least it'll be a quick death <laughs> Sorry, this I... is your only chance shall I make my death quickly <laughs> I'm shocked by the parties. And you have to do it before the end of the week. End of the week? Apparently you failed the vigil. She has her old flying spy on her shoulder. If he overhears you, you're a dead man. I take back my thing you should ask Yara for advice. Clearly Yara's a bad person. Clearly you should have gone with Flora and just stop there. Like asking Bruce Wayne for relationship advice. No, Bruce Wayne is not this passionate. <laughs> you have to read Cat Tales to understand that. Anyway, moving along. Uh, That's my advice to you, lot. And I'll, I'll make sure to go to the Temple of the Many today and put in a prayer to you for Sar- to Saturday. I'll need it. Uh, especially if she punches your lights out. I don't think she'll be able to pum- punch my lights out. Can she? No, I can't she doesn't punch. have a spell like that, does she? 
Punch Silver's lights out. Who knows? Magic punch chart. <laughs> I suppose you could ask the Raven, but then you'd ask what to know why you want to know. Okay, um, I think at some other point I'll, I'll have another discussion um, later on with you, yeah. but I think that's, that's it for this one. Yeah, so the rest of the time we just talk about various restaurants you could take it to. Oh, he knows the restaurants. He's been to them. The GM would just like to point out that one of the results on that sorcery bot chart does involve the spell Resurrection. <laughs> How would that work? You die and you come back. If Cherok wants to He'll, tell you more, yeah. he won't tell you That's all the more. detail the GM has given. Look at that smug smile. He doesn't want to tell you more. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, one thought... Because um, obviously... At least it wasn't yeah, reincarnation. Which he comes back, it, he comes back now, as a gnome. You could maybe have a spin at the next downtime scene or alternatively take it to Discord. Yeah. But you guys oh, I should do it on, on, on camera. I've most of the roleplay... Yeah, okay, this is too much whoever, whoever's camera. listening to this, Silver's been doing a lot of roleplaying mm-hmm. with Lucy on Discord. So a lot of the stuff that I've been saying actually hasn't happened on the, the speaker, but has actually happened in roleplay. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that. Um. I, I actually think the likeliest outcome of um, Garen's she'll kill you, she'll kill you, she'll kill you some more rant is that Silver's not going to walk away inclined to desperately throw himself into going to talk to Lucy about it. Yeah, well he's, he's just given him an ultimatum of, yeah. of by the end of the week, yes. which I assume is straight after the, the party. Although Garen, of course, isn't going to violate your confidence. Like no, that. of course not. Yeah. Alright. That's merely what he thinks. It's my idea. soul that's on the line. She'll trap my soul in a jar and <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I have confidence in you. Yeah, so, I have confidence. I'd just I, like to say that Flora and I don't think you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the men are deeply frightened of you. I wonder why. <laughs> I think Kill one husband. <laughs> I think we should move along from here. Yep, yep. let's go um, to Lucy and Sabrina. However, I would just like to point out that I am more than happy for Susan to whore for fate points by not telling Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever well, happens, they, I think it's going to happen after the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, let's have, the, have next session of yeah. down, the next session of downtime give you some time to... I need to mm. do one, one short little Ripcon scene first. Yep. Oh, which Ripcon. is yes. Um, as you are leaving the mm. first bank of Abadar, where you had been there to buy the, you had bought, you've literally bought the scrolls of removed disease that you're yep. using. Um, they're, they're possibly actually already used one because I think Flora just went yep. pop right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Flora's can use a scroll and are leaving. Um, <coughs> when. You're, you're literally heading out the front door when suddenly there's this great sort of hue and cry and alarm and somebody from the back makes a shout and the general alarm goes up and the Corvosan guards standing at the front door look look surprised but, you know, slam the doors shut and bar the way and it's like, it, it, from, from a quick point of view, it looks like the bank robbery alarm or something has just gone off because everybody snaps to attention and starts running around circles and then Ishani comes running out panting and good good it's it's all right he says to the guys i thank you for stopping them i i I have the situation under control now you you will need to come with me right now and the guards sort of how many of us are here Uh, everyone that was here buying the stuff i think it's three 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 ladies and and the guards you know Shrug, but do as he says. Salute him. Open the doors for him. He's he's not there 
He's not their boss because the relationship works differently, but they are paid by the Church of Abadar. So while the clerics don't technically give them orders, when they tell them to do things, the guards do them. He's the client. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually a really good way of looking at it. He's their client, as opposed to their boss. Um, And he takes you off the side and says, Excuse me, um, sorry about all the the hullabaloo, but but I I couldn't let you just just leave. Uh, You've just purchased some, some scrolls of removed disease. Y- yes? yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, may, may I ask uh, how much you would charge for them? Five hundred and something yeah. Yeah. something. And he looks scandalized and outraged. And he says, "I, I knew it. I, I, I can only apologise wholeheartedly. This this sort of thing would n- never be allowed if, if Archbishop Tuttle was was about his duties. Uh, not not that not that Archbanker Tuttle is about his duties. Not not that the Archbanker is not." Uh, Attending to the needs of, of the flock, of course. It's, a, it's merely a, a, for, for the stability of the city. He is keeping himself contained away from the blood veil. So things are, are, are a, a little downhill around here. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Do, do, do come, come with me. Come with me. And without really explaining what the hell he's going on about, he takes you back to Phaeton Skoda, who is the the wizard who runs the shop, and and asks him, you know, did you just charge these people five hundred and something dollars for scrolls of Rimsies? And Yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course, of course, of course. But that's the going market rate. Don't worry. I, I, I had it checked out. This is what they're going for. This is what they're going for elsewhere in the city, where they're still available, really. <clears throat> but that is—it's simply outrageous. You, you cannot gouge people in a time of crisis. The Bank of Abadar sells everything at fair prices. That, that's, oh, it's a, a religious tenant. <laughs> I, well, really, 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 I just work here. <laughs> I, well, I have the wholehearted great respect, a great respect, a great respect for the master of the first vault. I am not, per se, a cleric of Well, yes, but you, you, do, you do work with him back. turns to you. I'm terribly sorry for the inconvenience, but we're going to have to refund your money. We're right. going to have to re- re- refund some of your money. Okay. <laughs> even, even in times of crisis like this, even if these are the last scrolls of removed disease we, we have available, he looks at Phaeton, who nods at him. I, I'm afraid the church will, will not stand for gouging. People may find it... I, I am aware that some people out there find it monstrous that the Church of Abadar charges for healing in times like these, and, 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 and I, know, I know that there are many who cannot afford to pay, but there, there is no good method of deciding who deserves healing, who, who should live and who should die. The, the gods themselves, I, I think, would struggle with such decisions as we, we're facing here today. Money is, at least theoretically, an, an, an equal platform for everyone to operate on. The church will show no favoritism to, to anyone who can pay. Anyone's money here is, is as good as anyone else's, and I, I will not stand idly by and see us overcharge or gouge from any service we can provide. We will do it for standard market rates. That 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 is all. It's the way the church should be operating. Uh, as long as I'm here, I'll see to it that that's what happens. If if that's all right. That's um, very noble of you, sir. And then you will have to do paperwork and <laughs> fill out a bunch of receipts and yeah, yeah. take backs yeah, yeah. and sign this thing three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Ja- Jack is totally okay to do that and uh, get money. And if someone passes me a calculator, I will yeah. So you all paid separately, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, we paid for two. Out, we paid for either one or two out of the party fund because we paid. 
I said you just take what the refund and throw it into the party fund. Uh, no, oh, hey, I, so I, I bought one. Yeah, I yeah, bought one. I bought the party one. Yeah, so we all get an individual. Everyone get everyone that's getting a refund. It's 188 gold. Sweet. There we are. The party fund actually has some money. Yeah. Well, Jack retroactively borrows a little less from you. No, no. Just say, just keep it simple. Which means that he is selling it to you at um, what would be a normal price if there wasn't a plague going on. Yeah. Here's a piece Because well, the. Um, well, there is actually a markup on such services in the city. It, it escapes me that the Church of Abadar will not do that because it's it's actually one of their really big tenants. Yes, that makes very good sense. That was 188. So we have 192 gold in the party fund. We don't have a lot of money in there, but we can, in fact, afford very small prices. However, they are now out of um, scrolls of yep. disease. Yeah, how long though? Uh, until they get more, but yeah. honestly, it's probably unlikely that anyone's going to bother to scribe them because to do that, what you need is somebody who has a removed disease spell prepared mm. and is willing to cast it into the scroll instead of casting it on the si- on a sick person. Like, there's yeah. no shortage of customers out there. They got people lining up out there to have removed disease cast off. So, how much did you want to borrow from Garen in the end? Um, I need to make a change of my gold. Well, you really shouldn't, because um, what you need to... Um, so, um, I've got... Four, I'm 459 gold in debt. Yeah. So you don't need to reduce your gold value. What you need to do is just keep your gold value positive enough that we're liquid. Okay. So don't spend 490... 459 gold of it. So I'll just put it... Yeah. 459. Good number. Yeah, if I'd realised in advance that I couldn't afford the boots, I wouldn't have bought them. But I did, after all, all the song and dance about who was going to get them, no, it's a it's a very uh, you're as a gnome, you're still quite young, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's but shady, shady. Yeah, the, the traditional method we've just used is you just go into negative money, yeah. which mm-hmm. you then spend back when you um, uh, get would, more treasure. W- would you be okay for me to go into negative money yeah, without someone in the party having the money? That's that's fine. Yeah. There we are. You don't have to worry about it then. Sweet. It was the um, silver sheen that the party bought. The party fund bought two, two of. Yeah, but we gave those out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just remembered the party fund bought. We bought two of something with the yeah, party yeah, fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and two, two silver sheen, and then our last pennies were spent on one removed disease scroll, but. Which is one of the ones, because you've got two left, because you're the only ones who can cast them. One of those belongs to the party, one of them belongs to Lucy. So you've made a note in your character sheet that you're now negatives? Yes. Cool. I, I'm, I'm s- certain that, uh, uh, when you've signed all the paperwork off, I'm, I'm certain that Archbishop Banker Tuttle would, would want you to know that, that the monies you are spending are, are going back to the, the, the community in, in some way. As, as, the, as, as the Holy Books of Abadar teach us, uh, what we spend can help us all, and the, the church passes it back to in, in other ways with practical gifts and, and, and affordable loans and, and schemes to get businesses running in the city. Mm-hmm. This this will all help with incentivizing the, the cause of civilization and, and bringing order and prosperity. And he will literally ramble about this for as long as anyone's prepared to in, be interested, which might not be very long. <laughs> Jack will um, say... Well, the good news is the scroll will um, the scroll will go to help people too because it's here. One of the, Flora used one of those scrolls to heal herself so she can keep healing the sick. Hmm. 
But the basic gist of his ramble is that um, it's very easy to take the external point of view that the Church of Abadar are greedy because they charge money for everything. But the way he sees it is that encourages people to work hard for the greater good of the city because how rich you are is as good a measure as you're ever going to get for how much you're adding to the prosperity of the city. Mm. And Abadar is massively pro-capitalism, so incentivizing people to work harder, to make more money, to have mm. more things that they want, mm. is exactly the sort of thing as religion wants to make people to do. Yeah. But Whereas Shailen, on the, Shailen, on the other hand, is much more about, you know, forget the money, live free, you know, yeah. no love, etc., yeah. etc. So, so he, it's... it's, it's and as long as it's fair, like with what they've got at the moment, it's bottleneck in the um, in the the money flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This place is bad. There's massive excess demand for um, for cures. Yeah, and only so much they can supply. Yeah. Uh, holy territory supply. And, and he wants everyone to, to be clear that Archbishop Tuttle would, would Archbishop Tuttle would in no doubt want this, you know, known yeah. if, if he were um, on the on, yeah. on, on the job. <laughs> Yeah. Which, the, as far as you're aware, he's basically hiding out the back so he doesn't get played. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate your honesty. And. Yep. That's all I wanted for that. Yep. Cutscene. And Lucy and Sabrina. Okay. So, Lucy, you're uh, living at Garum's, which is your general yeah. point of accessibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you don't want to go to the ward where I can look after you? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably. Oh, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm sick at the moment, so I'll be at the ward. Oh, jeez, how do I tell my secret without you knowing? Well, I'll be coming and going, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you spend some there. time in the basement when you first got sick, and then we will go over to the ward. Also, you do actually have some privacy in here, yeah. because it is a hospital. You don't want the sick people just, like, literally yeah. lying next to each other, coughing yeah. at each other. Well, I'm yeah. guessing there's, like, screens or something yeah. between yeah. beds. And I don't know if we want to roll on another day, and I don't know how you're doing days in terms of um, oh, yeah. getting uh, a. You want me to um, get the calendar out? Yeah. I'm just wondering if it's worth it because we've just we've done quite a few things of downtime in only yeah. two days. Okay, so I've got the calendar. Yeah. What's the um, premise? Um, the question was: Has another day gone past while we've been messing around yeah. doing downtime, or is it still the same day that Lucy and Sa- that Sabrina comes to see Lucy? Uh, no, technically it's two days before the um, oh, so next plot hook comes along. Okay, so we should. Um, what did you say? Yeah, if we want to. I, I was just going to finish doing all the plots yeah. and then oh, go back okay. to them. Sweet, sounds good. I but I suppose good. technically it vaguely makes a difference to how much constitution Lucy has on the day and that sort of thing. So I don't know. I don't Does it, it make difference? I, it might not make a difference. Okay, so that was Saturday the 25th of Whether or not of people are sick with Black Veil makes a difference. Blood Veil. Sorry, Blood Veil. It's called so because they get red stuff over their face yeah. like a veil of blood. Yeah. Um, so that, that makes a difference because... Like how Sabrina comes and visits you. Nobody needs to roll for this. Uh, Flora is doesn't have blood veil anymore. Yep, she's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lucy rolls a nat twenty and passes her save automatically. Damn. <laughs> yes. Um, and Silva needs help. Okay. <laughs> so much help. At nineteen. Oh. Silva gets help and fails anyway. Oh. It's. A virulent disease. I know. You add plus four to your seven, which brings you to eleven, which <laughs> failed. Oh no. Oh, okay. Uh, so you unless you want to spend points on re rolling that save. Um, your current roll is a seven. I don't really have many rolls. That's that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. 
Uh, you are, um, you do have one day of, one one day towards your consecutive cure in the bank. Yeah. So, so if you save again today, you rid yourself of blood veil, if that oh, makes any difference okay. to you. And but if not, you reset your count. But you've got to ask. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Okay, no. Yeah. I'll, Disease. I'll, I'll, you've got to ask yourself, what, what are your odds of actually pulling this off? Well, because it's a re-roll, and she's yeah. helping me. Yeah, so you've got a plus four, so that's yeah. a 90 of fortitude, so I suppose there's a chance. Yeah, okay, so number of cards. Oh, no, that's, well, that's, that's, that's he, cards. Yeah, we need, we need fake cards. Well, do you want um, to just use your fake point? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. This is a good time, isn't he? Yeah, you yep. must yeah. be yeah. Roll that d20. Okay. Oh. Do nice. I, do it. I do it without help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm cured. <laughs> which point that will reset your count. You no longer lose any stats and silver after a couple... After a day of Flora's good care and with, basically, the blessings of Shailen and luck (laughs) on your side and that sort of thing, when you get up on the Sunday, you are feeling better. Yay. Do I get any points back? No. Oh, sorry. Not not as a result of saving. Uh, Everybody gets an ability point back by virtue of a day has gone by. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe fix the last of your constitution? Oh, she's got two down. I got oh, two, two down, down on my constitution. But that's still probably the good one to fix. I want to fix my charisma. Oh, yeah. there, yeah. is, there is such a thing as long-term care that can double the rate people are getting that back at, but you can't do that and be treating the disease, because that's, that's too much doctoring for one person to be doing <laughs> it in a day. So I have two lesser restorations to... Oh yeah. Um, so yep. it, because I, um, you might want to save one of those for later. Yeah, I have two a day. Yeah, um, she's not too bad. Um, her charisma is fine. Um, yeah. her con could go up one, but it only needs to go up one. Yeah, I don't lose any today, though. Do I? Cause I no, because because you because you save. Um, you don't suffer any more ill effects from the blood veil, i.e., you don't lose any more stats today. And you come one step closer to curing yourself in the sense that now you have one cure in the bank. So if you save tomorrow, you're fine. If you fail tomorrow, your count resets and I start rolling some D3s for stat damage. Right. Okay, so for today, I I suppose I could use the spell because there's no one else who. Yeah, I guess. I will just, just, like, use them on random people if you guys don't want them otherwise. If If you're giving one away for free, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll one point for someone. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, you need to hold the other one. And two points. Yeah, okay, I'm back to normal. Of course, the downside to blasting less restorations repeatedly is that they're also your cure moderate wounds. Yeah. If, say, a vampire jumped out to murder you tonight. Yeah. Now, Ollie, you could get rid of that permitted frightened effect. Is it permanent? She doesn't know yet. <laughs> you are afraid. So that permanent frightened effect. <laughs> we see. We we. I think we will actually cut away to a brief, a very brief cutscene here. Ooh. We see Sabrina walks out of the. We we just see the throne room, the outer doors of the throne room, and Sabrina walks out of them, and she's. I don't think you would say she is confident by her nature, but she's definitely very stone-faced by her nature. She doesn't tend to show a lot. 
Uh, here she walks out of the throne room, you know, looking quite white and kind of shaky and very worried. And the little red line tracks out across the city as we see Sabrina moving as she goes, stops at uh, Winterish and Pinklewink's wondrous potions. The red line doesn't. Uh, we don't zoom in from the map, however, the red line keeps moving. <laughs> it goes to Silver's house. Where, of course, there are no PCs there, so we're not zooming in on that Oh, scene. Alice Nakoda. Oh, no. Nakoda is not a PC. Okay. And you don't want to watch me talk to myself anymore. <laughs> and then... Wait, does Nakoda know that you're at Flores? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Yes, yeah, yeah, he, yes, he would have. Well, yeah, because he would have gone to visit Silver, and yeah. Lucy would have been yeah. there. The line eventually goes to the gold market. Um, where Sabrina, Lucy, you are um, uh, probably ju- you don't like de- you're not desperately sick at this point, are you? You're not a ridiculous well, low con or anything. One like down on charisma, yeah, so yeah. maybe my eyes will be sunken. Yeah. So like and and but you feel fine to be out and walking yeah. around and that sort of thing. So you're more or less probably hanging out in the market yeah. square doing whatever you please. And you see Sabrina walks up towards the hospice, um, looks over and sees you there. Oh. Lucy, there you Lucy, there you are. Lucy, there you are. Sabrina. She's she's oh, looking <laughs> She is actually looking slightly um, red faced and vaguely puffed herself, and she is walking around in full blown grey maiden armour, albeit she doesn't wear the helm, so right. she is her face is visible. Um, it is, of course, the Garen's high end. It's also the original armor, this yes, one. Yes, yeah. it is. So it's, it's, it's Sabrina Shiny. armor rather than the Grey Maiden armor. Um, and she says, you know, I'm, I'm glad I found you. I went to your shop, but no, nobody answered, so I figured you'd be at Silver's, but the Shawante man there told me that you were here. Are you all right? Are you sick? I've been, I've been sick, but Laura's been taking excellent care of me, so I'm getting quite a lot better. Oh, that, that's that's good to know. You you don't look you don't look bad or anything. You, you look good. I mean, you, you don't look <laughs> sick. I mean, I just want to give her a lie. <laughs> uh, uh, can, can we can we talk? I, I might need some help with this. There's a disaster. What kind of disaster? Are you okay? You look. You actually look quite shaken. What happened? We should talk somewhere in in, in private. Um, uh, somewhere around here, Flora's, or um, Flora's room. Yeah, because um, Flora's not using her yeah. um, Harold reading room. Yeah. I take her there. Yeah. <laughs> she sits down there. She thinks this this the blood veil the plague. It's brought about something disastrous. Iliosa got sick. I, uh, I was worried, but oh, it, it's all right. She was only sick for as long as it took for, uh, for Octavia Mandravius to make her way across town. <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad that, that she was there. Uh, I know what you what uh, you think of her, and, but we can't afford to lose the queen. Yeah. I mean. Good for something, I but, but that that was just Iliosa getting the plague. That's that's not the disaster. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's just another disaster. The, uh, I will just 
just grab my notes for this briefly. I'll try to keep any work information. I don't know if you saw in the paper that the Cavalera troop that was supposed to be performing at the Marble Dome, they've, they've, they've pulled out. Yes. Yeah. Like you've heard big, yeah. big war. So, so what? I mean, that's fair enough for them. So Gloria Arcona came to the palace and he explained the situation to the queen and he said that they needed somebody of sufficient skill and talent and grace and beauty to play Elica in the upcoming Passion of St. Elica. And he talked about the economy of the city and the trade, all of this sort of thing, and, and I think that I think that Queen Iliosa is going to accept the role and stand up what? on stage and act and and sing. And I'm sure it must be a plot from Gloria Arcona. Maybe to murder her. Maybe just to humiliate her in public. But I... I mm-hmm. And she looks very worried and shaking. She says, I, I can't protect her on a stage in front of people with music. I don't know how to do that, that sort of thing. That's for people who have grown up... People who are good daughters. People... Have grown up the right way in, in the right families. You're, 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 you're Chilaxian and, and you're noble, and, and you must know how to sing and dance and, and all those other things. And I, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And like so she, that's, that's so, so and horrible. <laughs> yes, this could be the worst thing that's ever happened. It's the worst oh, thing as far so as she's concerned. She can handle a stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't just some simple assassin with a crossbow bolt or a murderous mob bent, bent on tearing us limb from limb. This is live theatre. And Sabrina very obviously looks, you know, she's not shaking like a leaf about it, but she's very no. obviously worried and panicked and white and getting animated and waving around. This is live, Sabrina. <laughs> I, I, I want to hug her, but I can't. I'm so sick. She's, she's having stage fright without actually even being on the stage. Yet. Merely the, adjacent, stage adjacent fright. Yeah, merely the concept is giving her stage fright. Sorry, I can, I can definitely help you. So you, should, you shouldn't worry. So you'll, you'll talk to the Queen then. Explain to her that this is a bad idea. Talk her out of it. I don't think it's such a bad idea, actually. Well, but... It, it, but I can help you. Help me how? <laughs> See, the stage thing is actually not that bad. I won't be going on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you could, you could actually... No, 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 no. Protect the king the best that way. No, 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 no. I, I don't... I don't... Perform. <laughs> you don't have to. You can just stand there. In front of people who are watching? <laughs> yes. That's what happens I can, I can, anyway. I can be there for you too. I'll be right there with you. It'll be fine. I, I, your, your friend Silver must be good for something. Can't you just dress oh. <laughs> as a girl? <laughs> <laughs> if she doesn't <laughs> like you, Silver. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that will work. 
is very masculine. Well, that's the queen actually wanted it. <laughs> the important thing is you believe that. Iliosa was talking about a, 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 a public performance. She seemed excited. She obviously doesn't understand what sort of death trap she's walking into. <laughs> wow. When when Gloria Alcona uses this opportunity to humiliate her in front of the entire city, I it'll be a disaster. It's quite the opposite, I think. I think people will like her more if she plays Alica. I, I can't let her face this this deadliest of battles alone. <laughs> she, she needs help. Oh, look, you'll be there, and I'll be there, and my friends will be there. Everything is going to be okay. Yeah, well... Why, why don't you why, why don't you get your friends and yes. come come yes. to the come to the this is quite exciting come to <laughs> the Mar- come to the marble dome Queen, Queen Iliosa is probably already there meet, meeting with the director this is a very serious matter we should gather whatever weapons you use for a performance I suppose Silver would know oh yes he's, he's makeup and that face stuff <laughs> we'll be just fine never worry <laughs> I presume we don't just need a gathering the party before we yeah. turn yeah. so we, we turn up so Jack is visibly bouncing up and down can we all be in the play can we all be in the play of course they'll be fine I think more of us can be there to protect her if anything goes wrong I want to be in the play uh, Lawrence Lass mm-hmm. how did she talk us into this I don't yeah, know sure. that's why it happened off screen <laughs> I can't I can't spend too much time here and yep we're here <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> We're just suddenly at the Marvel yeah. yeah, no, it's totally one of those jump cats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. You're walking into the Marvel and the heavies go, why did we do <laughs> Fate points. Oh, all right. Anyway, it's not very many days till the production is on. We'll have to work fast so that we won't be, we won't, you won't be away from your patients for too long. How many actors do they need? And we can get some of, we can get some of Nakoda's Shante to watch them while we're in here. So, the Marble Dome is down here. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an old building. Um, going back, uh, it's not one of Corvos's first, but it's at least 200 years old at this point. Um, and it is one of those big... Um, I don't know if you've seen the, like those open Shakespearean theatres. It's a huge bunch of stone seats going back. Like a horseshoe show. It's the Globe. Yeah, it's, it's the Globe. The Globe Theatre. Okay. Um, and then it's got that. It used to be open. They have since built roofing roofing over it. Um, and then there's the big theatre, and then a backstage, and trapdoors under, and attics, and rafters, and mm. all that sort of thing. Um, when you come in, there are a couple of grey maidens outside guarding it. When you walk up with Sabrina, they just step right aside and let you in. And when you go in, there are a couple of people in this cavernous, gigantic, empty theatre. It must seat hundreds and hundreds of people. At the moment, there's almost no one in here, though, and you can hear these voices echoing around. Uh, 
there are three people in here talking and a couple more Grey Maidens hanging out in the background. With the Grey Maidens, Sabrina actually gets to go off and do things that aren't going to be One of whom is very obviously Queen Iliosa. She is here as the, as the full queen, her big crown on with the ruby and fancy dress and all this sort of thing. Uh, one of whom I think some of you have seen very early in this piece... Uh, it was the people who went to exemplary excretables to sell those yeah. succubi. I can't remember oh, who they yeah, were. It was the boys. Okay. So you see this woman that you saw there trying to hawk her play to um, to Pilt's lab. Yeah. Um, and of course, the audience who have no doubt followed our every campaign will recognise Eris Movato. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's right. Yay! Yes. Yeah, what? Oh, she's from the Desert Island campaign. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Silver, you, you look at her like, she looks familiar. Oh, yeah, I saw her like, you know, a year, maybe a year and a half ago, she was trying to sell a play. Mm-hmm. You know, she said she was a playwright. Makes perfect sense that she's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is not really involved in this discussion, she's just sitting off the side. And then talking to Iliosa is a guy that nobody but very obscure followers of King Hill would recognize. Um, he is dressed in like purple, purple silks, deep, very, deep, very maroony purple. Um, has on a very elegant Varesian style scarf and a wide string of rainbow colours. Has blonde hair that's spiked up to here, very what? anime Goku style. Wow. <laughs> um, and has painted fingernails. And nice. he is. He, he's got Iliosa on the stage and is sort of ranting at her. Yes, yes, darling, you can sing, you can sing, of course, you'll delight them all, but we can do nothing without other actors, without a stage crew, no matter your talent, even the, no matter my talent, even the great and famous architect and soon-to-be director Archibald Amadeus can do nothing with this, darling, nothing. And Iliosa's just sort of looking at him like she's not w- really sure whether she should interrupt him mid-rant to tell him that you shouldn't call the Queen darling. <laughs> or, but it almost amused enough by it that she's just kind of letting it go and she looks up as people come in and her voice echoes out of the theatre Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> come, come. <laughs> Jack will jump up and down and wave. And see, this is really great for the people because... It, it's like Silver's concerts and stuff. It makes people feel happy and reminds them that Alec has saved the city. Even though this play is totally historically inaccurate and has no. way too much Chalexian puff in it, it's still really, a really great play. <laughs> Alec totally probably didn't have boyfriends, much less all Chalexian ones. I don't really care. It's theater is fun. <laughs> yeah. What, how much else of this play was wrong? <laughs> well, I think they probably just made most of it up. <laughs> As you were but I won't this... know until I get the secret light into the secret library. As you were having this conversation in yeah. front of him, Archibald Amadeus just sort of strolls into the middle <laughs> yeah. of the conversation. It's just, darling, the historical truth of the, of the play is not an issue. What matters is the passion, the passion of St. Alica. It's the passion that we need here. And you will notice that we have a small problem. Are, are you the team of performers that the Queen sent for? Iliosa sort of looks over at you. Uh, Director Archibald Amadeus, may I make known my team of expert body collectors? <laughs> and today, perhaps, performers? We do lots of stuff. Iliosa, body... Oh, that can't work under these conditions. 
I just... Silver's a really great bard. Explain it to them. And he just walks <laughs> off to go and have a cry. <laughs> and, and Eliosa... Silver's a really great bard. Eliosa again looks sort of wryly amused at this. And then turns back to her face slightly more serious. And she says, well, thank you for coming. Uh, has Sabrina explained the situation somewhat? Yeah. Sabrina in the back sort of slow <laughs> on. She looks worried here looking around the theatre because... And she says, yes, in a much quieter voice than her usual loud gravel. And then looks around slightly as it echoes off the theatre walls. <laughs> She said there was a deadly crisis, much worse than the other crises. It may seem silly, but she's actually righter than she knows. The problem is this. You've all no doubt seen The Passion of St. Elica. Several times. Oh. Every time they put it on. (laughs) The grand opening of the Marble Dome is to be an exhibition of that. Every time they put it on and I could, you know leave the warehouse we were living in. (laughs) (laughs) The grand reopening of Marble Dome, I should say, is meant to be that. It is scheduled for two days from now. It's supposed to be a grand display of everything that Corvosa stands for with one of the finest acting troops in Parisia, Caterina Cavallera's singing, acting and dancing troupe performing the play. They've all pulled out because of the blood veil. The whole lot of them? All of them. How many? Over a hundred people. How are we getting a hundred people? A troop of stagehands, actors, the famous Miss Cavallera herself, who had been playing the role of Elica. Now, if the Marble Dome is to be opened at all, then we will have to substitute whatever we can. Lord Arcona has made his case for why it should be me taking on the role of Elica. I know it may seem silly that what could it matter if the play is performed, but I understand where he's coming from. The thing is, if this was any other ordinary time, if this was just a play or a simple theatre opening, then we would let this slide, and and she smiles again slightly, and unfortunately Lord Arcona would be left to deal with whatever enormous financial loss is coming to him. <laughs> would be uh, coming to him. Laura is nodding like... And, and a, 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 an expression of complacence passes around the party, I imagine, as everyone finds that not difficult to um, cope with. But tickets to this have been told, sold to some of the most important people in Parisia. Mayors, nobles, even kings and queens are scheduled to come to this performance. I imagine several of them will pull out with the blood veil, but several more will not. And one of two things will happen here. Either Corvosa will show the rest of Varesia that it is working fine, that we are suffering from a sickness, but despite that our city is prospering and thriving. Or we will show them that our city is dying, that we will no longer be able to pay our debts that our markers should be called in as quickly as possible to get whatever they can take of them, that there is limited point in continuing to trade with Corvosa, that there is limited point in continuing to send the food that Corvosa is reliant on from the outlying farms and other districts across Varesia. The ramifications of this go far beyond just a simple performance. If the play goes on, if the show continues to go on, then we will show Varesia that Corvosa is still standing, if we fail to do so, 
it may be the first step in a downward slide that we cannot prevent. I've learned a lot over the last year following everything that Edred kept from me about what being a ruler actually entails. Corvosa stands on a web of intricate alliances, trade deals, loans, debts. I can't even begin to explain it. It's a million complex things. But the face that we show of Aresia is important and critically important during this time of plague. If I stand up in the role of Elica to show the city, both everyone internally and everyone externally, that nothing is wrong in Corvosa that cannot be fixed, if I can put on a stirring enough performance, then Corvosa will keep ticking. In a very real way, there are lives on the line here, be it much more abstractly than from the Blood Veil. And I have been taught to sing, dance, perform. I am happy to take on the role of Elica, but I need more help. And Sabrina has her own concerns. Sabrina sort of looks down slightly and, and mumbles, you know, assassination, <laughs> humiliation, assassination, humiliation. <laughs> I do not share her worries, but nonetheless I respect her opinion. I would like to have some people that I can trust on stage with me. Tell me, Silver, I know of, how are the rest of you when it comes to the performing arts? Oh, they're going to be awful! <laughs> this is going to be the worst production of The Passion of St. Elegant ever! It is not! <laughs> well, I'm not much for uh, the singing and dancing, but I could probably have a look at some of the um, the stage works, if you like. I could do... I'm pretty good at climbing and stuff. I could hang lights, and I can do illusions to make the effects of things. I might be a smidgen short for some of the roles, but uh, I, I could maybe do something on stage as well. Archibald sort of looks over his shoulder, snivels a little less, and then comes over to join the conversation. She's and also able to do illusion magic as well. She and could add a little bit of extra zing to the show. Uh, Silver could be one of the handsome leads. And what about Nakoda for the other handsome lead? <laughs> That's a great idea. I, I, I have a lot of friends that I could Yeah, and then we could, we could those, that crew of Shionte volu- totally volunteered to help out with the plague. Iliosa says this is like helping out with the plague. There's a mob of Shionte in the script, I checked. My little gnome darling he comes across <laughs> and picks you up and <laughs> kisses you on both cheeks and put you down. You mean to tell me that you're some sort of magician? Well, only a little bit. But that's fantastic. The, the passion of St. Elica requires extensive effects, critical scenes like Elica running into the fire of her burning heart. <laughs> without the illusion of flame, we can do nothing. I have props, of course I have props. I have several costumes, everything available, but I have no people that can work for me. I can't do a thing with these stupid magical sticks. Darling, you're a sent from the gods themselves. Mwah, mwah, Shailen, bless you. Mwah, mwah, Shailen, bless you. Who's a Shailenite? Excellent. Yes. Cozzy is in the theatre. I love this. this and unbelievably gay. Unnecessarily. <laughs> Super gay. He's wearing, pur- he's wearing purple nail polish. Yeah, I know, but not necessarily. <laughs> this explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, the theatre business just requires him to pretend to be this gay. Yeah. You must be this gay to enter. Yeah. yeah. That's Alright, let's, let's make some notes. Yay, yeah. I can help out with illusion magic. And yeah, I, I think we can probably drop to out of character here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, 
if I, I can either read this passion of Saint Elica notes that I've uh, written for the benefit of people who are listening, or I can just go back and loop them in later. It depends whether the players want to um, hear them again or not. I I think um, go back and loop them in later, okay. and if you pass them over, we can take a look at them and have a truffle through things that we need, or you can read. Uh, them. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you what we're looking for here. So. Voice of the editor here. What I'm about to share with you, our lovely listeners, is a document that had been previously shared with the players via Discord. Uh, this is the synopsis of The Passion of St. Elica, the famous play set in Corvosa, along with the titles of several of the famous songs and the characters within it. So The Passion of St. Elica is a famous play set in 4429. That's about 290 years before our present day story in Corvosa. Uh, it is quote-unquote based on a true story and has been performed regularly in theatres great and small all across Borisia and Chelyaks. It is a highly romanticised, dramatised and very Hollywoodized version of St. Elica the Martyr's life and death. Elica wrestles with her powers as a seer and her impending destiny and then she faces the great fire. Uh, the play adds in, with absolutely no basis in history at all, Elica's romantic trials have been courted by Verrick, a kind, handsome, yet penniless Asmodian Chalaxian nobleman. I have nothing to offer but me. Whenever I'm singing, those are the titles of their famous songs. And the equally Chalaxian, studly Ferasman priest, Piero, who fears that his destiny is not to be with her despite his love, and that he should move aside so as not to impede her fate. To love you from afar... Their romance is further complicated by the villainous Borisian merchant Martin. The future is mine! Who schemes to marry Elica to profit from her prognostication. Much of the play is spent agonising over Elica's romantic choices and her efforts to convince the sceptical Varesian populace of the city that the Great Fire is coming. Fortunately, heroic commander Waylon Endrin and his wife Kyria listen to her pleas and lead the populace to prepare. Together we stand. The grand climax comes when vast Shante forces attack the city. Martin lies to Piero, who is preparing to help the wounded, and convinces him that he must duel Verrick, who is about to abduct Elica from the city under cover of the fire. Don't you see? The traitorous Martin sneaks off to retrieve his gold from his shop, where he is overcome by Shawante warriors and slain. Can't we make a deal? The Indrans arrive too late to save him, but attack the Shawante warriors in a mighty battle and slay them all at the cost of their own lives. Endrin's death. Elica is delayed helping civilians and arrives at the duel in time to see Piero mortally wound Verrick. Steel and flame. She begs Piero to help Verrick, confessing her true love for the nobleman, and ashamed Piero realizes he has been tricked. He demonstrates selflessness by putting Elica's needs ahead of his own and carries Verrick off to safety and healing. Elica makes to follow but realizes Corvosa is still burning, and many will die without her help. She sings the grand finale of the play. The decision. Agonizing over the choice to run off with her love or stay to fight the fire, and which people she will save and who will die. In the end, she runs into the flames, fulfilling her destiny and dying. The Chalaxian fleet arrives just in time to drive off the hostile Chuante, and Corvosa is saved. All the living members of the cast, including Verrick and Piero, come together to sing of what Corvosa has lost and how it will endure. We will remember. Despite the heavy Hollywoodizing of the story and the dramatization of several sword fights that never actually occurred, 
the story of the play is a very popular and moving one. Nearly everyone in Corvosa has seen it, and it remains a favourite. Uh, the cast, the star of the play is Elika Epicana, who is often referred to without any reference to her last, her Varesian, unfortunately Varesian last name. Uh, Elika is traditionally played by somebody who is exceptionally attractive, a talented singer, or both, as the play centres around her emotional trials. Better performers of Elika have brought the audience to tears. Verrick is a faithful follower of Asmodeus, uh, the heartthrob of the play, a solid straight man role. His name has become a popular one for boys in Corvosa based on this play. Piero is a Pharasmin priest who spends as much time as possible in the play with his shirt off. Martin is a moustache-twirling, scene-chewing villain, traditionally played with as much ham as can be served. Waylon and Kyria Endrin are typically played by older actors, carrying reserve and dignity that lends the play a sense of seriousness. Uh, other cast members, the play requires numerous extras to play Shawante warriors, Varesian crowds, uh, the Doubter is a character within the play, Corvos and Guards, Citizens, and other roles. In grand operas, the cast can number up to 100. In lesser productions, cast members often double on and off as various roles. Now that you know what the players know, let's continue towards our musical episode. Um, basically... What you have here is you have the theatre is set up to run this play. Uh, Archibald Amadeus has all the props um, and all the things that he needs to do it. What he doesn't have is a troop of performers or stagehands or and things like ushers and things like that are already in the theatre ready to work on whatever plays are yeah. happening. So you don't need that sort of thing. You just need what you need to pull off the performance. And you need to do it by Tuesday, which is yep. two day, Tuesday night is now two days away. Yep. Um, Archibald is having heart attacks because, you know, he yeah. has to get everyone rehearsed. Yeah, yeah well, there's no denying a production of Santalica with one actor and no stagehands is going to be a problem. This incredibly romanticised and dramatised version of St. Elica the Mart- Martyr's life um, has Elica is the star role which Iliosa is playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is Verric, the kind, handsome, yet penniless, Asmodian worshipping Chalaxian nobleman. It kind of sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Verric Van Kassiken is literally named after yeah. because the play yeah. has made the name famous. Uh, there is the equally studly Ferasmin priest Piero, who fears his fate is not to be with her despite his love. So that's Nakoda. Probably, we're, we're, we're and it's allergic to shirts. There, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. Like these two are so such Hollywood roles. No, yeah, yeah and, and Piero doesn't wear a shirt. He wears a shirt in about four scenes of the entire play, that's and that's only to tear them off. Yeah, pretty much. There is the mustache twirling ham actor Martin, the villainous Borisian merchant who wants to marry Alicia to profit from her power. Can we get Alcona to play that role? Mm. <laughs> so one possible. So uh, my suggestions for that are either Arco- we'll see if Alcona will do it, and if not, my suggestion is Gar. Um, me and Garen. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the old dwarfing it over the trench coats. <laughs> no wait, that's gonna be. Uh, I need to be on top, so it's, we're gonna have to be. You want to have to dwarf on top? Yeah, no. Okay, so our suggestion for that is like, oh no, or we'll have to find uh, someone else hammy. And the heroic commander of um, what at this stage is just the guard, or just the soldiers of Fort Corvosa, but would eventually become the Sable Guard. Uh, that is Waylon Endrum who is uh, Commander Marcus Endrin's 
Well, an injury? Um, yep. What is he? Um, yeah, grandfather or something. Yeah, great, 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 great. Some yeah. Or rather. Um, and his wife, Kyria. So, how old is... How old is, are they supposed to be? Are they, they are supposed to be in like their fifties. Yeah, so they're relatively elderly. So, um, and those are the those are the main roles of the play. But then there's a wide variety of people needed. Um, the play is not literally run with a hundred people. What happens is the same extras double on as Shawante yeah. warriors and Verizian crowds and that sort of thing. Uh, some of these extras are actually roles that are required to sing and dance and all this kind of thing. Yeah. We need to get Rosalie in one of those roles. So, um, <laughs> alright, so, um, uh, is there a part that, um, like, we've got one girl here in terms of Kyria. We would have to wake one of you up as elderly if you wanted to go for it, but I'm wondering if either Lucy or Flora wants to take Kyria. Well, um... Yeah, I mean, Lucy's keen on doing anything. Lucy can have the role. Oh, God, you could make Sabrina be well I know. because she's all manly and commanding. I know, and that's what I was thinking. Oh, man, Sabrina oh. doesn't want to... That's a major speaking role. It wouldn't be nice to yeah. do. Yeah. It's a major singing role. Uh, yeah, no, too hard for her. Yeah, um, we have to get somebody. Yeah, all right. So um, in terms of people we could draft to try and take more roles in this... Rosalie. Um, Rosalie. Uh, Ver- Varric. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his boss has a lot writing on this as well. So. Mm-hmm. Varric Van Gasten. Are you sure he can sing? Oh, no, sorry. No, no, I wasn't actually thinking of Varric. You're that thinking actually... of Growl. Yeah, growl. Growl. Uh, growl is good. Um, no, I was thinking, no. Um, Griff? Vincalo. Oh, Vincalo or Sini. Oh, Griff, yes. Uh, question, are the... Oh, the uh, show, Nick, Nick, are the these tents actually just getting paid? Shanti. Um, yeah. There's actual Shantae warriors uh, in yeah. this play. Yes, How perfect yes. is that? Um, it's be. not a very great okay. position. We need to get level. we need to get that washing wo- woman person as an extra because yeah, the they, actors are getting paid. They'd be getting paid by Gloria Arcona, who would no doubt pay them um, appropriate to their level of skill. But it would still be, um, you know, get her in as an extra. She can um, be a background extra. I, I, can, be, I can get bards. Grow assistant. I can. Yes, I, I know people. And they would totally want money. But <laughs> so it was bad fr- friends. Bard yeah, bad friend. friends. I'd, yeah. I'd easily be able to find uh, bad friends. Is your thief friend in there? Uh, no, but I'm going to put her in. Tiora. Yeah, we go. Uh, I don't know. So um, between Ilios, uh, Archibald, and other people, they can generically provide. Any amount of just hands that you need. If you just need people to stand in yeah. the background or hold up a prop or whatever, or um, you know, direct usher people around the theater or carry stage supplies on, that can be easily taken care of. What she can't duplicate is performers. Yeah, <laughs> but we've got a pretty cool list here of people that can. Um, we can see yeah. how many of them are prepared. All right. So the main. So my suggestion. Is that we get Vincalo as uh, 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 if he's prepared to do this to do either Whale and Endrin or to go, go straight and get him to Vincalo might not want to be on the same stage as Sabrina. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Well, we weren't going to get Sabrina onto the stage. Sabrina. Was it? No, but she's going to be here in be some here. fashion. Yeah. yeah, that is a problem. On I the, mean, you know, he lives in the same him. city. With you can him. ask. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, we can ask. Um, all right. Well, maybe not count on him for a major role then. We, we've got a couple of big guy roles that we're lacking in, and I was thinking he could probably do the ham thing really well hmm. if we, um... Uh, 
Uh, um, the other thing I was going to mention is yeah, Ruth. 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 We could have Tanith as the villain. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to He's going to be watching. He's going to be watching, though, and he's not going to want it to succeed. There, there, would be no question, there would be no question of the Mandravius is not at least attending. Yeah, place. yeah, that's yeah. fine. But we don't want them on stage. This no, is going to be um, fun. Griff. Yeah, Griff. Right. I mean, Griff. I thought... Griff. I know lots Griff of would be very good at having it up. Yeah. We've yeah. got yeah. I guess we could age him up easily. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll uh, coronal Griff for the um. Yeah. Um. That basically for a for a huge what this should be a huge budget production with like seventy five different cast members. Yeah. But this play has been produced fifty thousand times across Corvosa with a lot less and. You've routinely had people changing races, ages, genders, etc., yeah. etc., to play various roles. Yeah. So, um, what about Varric as um, Waylon Endrin then? If, every time you propose it. somebody who isn't incredibly obviously suitable for the role, uh, Archibald cries support. Yeah, and yeah. then eventually, oh, it's going to be ruined anyway, so I suppose we'll just have to have an older All man right, so playing the role. Oh. Okay. Varric will growl for the young um, <laughs> Waylon. Alright, and we've got sort of some cast members, and then we've got a bunch of random people. Yeah, I think I think the most important one would be what do the players want to be? Yeah. The PCs. Uh, Garan will definitely be a stagehand. <laughs> he has no singing, no music, and he probably has the highest engineering out of a lot of you. At Cyril. Uh, <laughs> Jack would like to, um, Jack would like to be one of the um, some of the random street perform- one yep. of the um, side peoples, yep. and in charge of illusions. Yep. So she wants to be off. She wants to have minor roles that allow her to be off stage anytime she's helping organize the illusionary effects. Well, the yes. thing is, part of it is you could might be at the back of crowds, for example, and still be able to deal illusion magic. So the the Crowd. end the end piece to this is um, or well, not the end piece. The the big <laughs> finale thing is um, Elika's Decision is the song that she sings where she agonises over whether she'll run off with her love or stay and help people and die in the process. And in the end, she chooses to do what's best for Corvosa and runs off into the flames. And Archibald explains to you he's literally got a wand of, um, I think it's Major Image, that creates a Ooh, big giant ball of flame nice. that goes Foof, and engulfs and kills Elika as she runs into the fire kind of thing. So and he needs someone who can actually activate it standing yes. off to the side. How does that work? Because nobody's gonna gonna like think that that's actually an illusion. How does that work if it's obviously not meant to be there? Uh, it, People, it's part of the magic of theatre. People want to believe it. Yeah, but basically, basically like in a, in a stage show, if you were doing this without magic, mm. obviously you wouldn't set the stage on fire or mm. set the queen on fire or whatever. Mm. Um, you would have her run behind, like, say, in a normal production, a bunch of crepe paper blowing yeah, up yeah. lead, and that'd be heat, or, or you might, like, wheel in an actual fire in front of her that had gas lines that yeah. flared up or things. What I'm trying to say is the meta side of it. Yeah, because um, yeah. well, it dispels well, it. Well, disbelieve with uh, so many people there. I'm uh, thinking. What, well, yeah, what happens is the vast majority of people. Everyone assumes that you are not actually setting the queen on fire. People mm. go expecting to believe what they see yeah. Yeah. so people don't make will saves against it unless they see things they're not expecting to mm. when Alica runs into the flames and goes ah, yeah. and dies dramatically people applaud wildly they yeah. don't 
it's just like normal movies. Yeah. You suspend your disbelief for a few moments. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's very much... If the effect is done incredibly poorly, then people go, oh, God, look, you can see the wires. Yeah. If it's done in such a way that you can't, people don't tend to stare and look for the wires. Okay. That's cool. I just wanted to sort yeah, out yeah. the meter real quick. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't sure how It's it a went. magical theatre production. <laughs> the plot is so gay. Um, Flora will only be extras because Flora does not want any part of this. <laughs> yeah. Flora wants to go heal her sick patients. Okay, Flora. Go, team, have spare things to do. Mm-hmm. Lucy would ask the director what role um, he thinks Lucy should play. <laughs> oh, we've bored him so. Obviously, darling, you have grace, beauty, style of those hips, that dress. I see passion. I see fashion. But what can you do, darling. What's the fire in your soul that's bursting to get out? Tell me about the magic inside you. Tell me what it is that you bring to the stage. Ah, I can kind of sing. I can kind of dance. Ah, only competence, beauty, grace, styles. <laughs> is it pure charisma? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have I don't like to brag. But... <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. See, that's why Minus I think five penalty. That's why I think think um, Kyria because you know yeah, it, it's a girl. It's a role of it, it, it maybe we may have to yeah. make you up a bit. Silver can do like some disguise checks to help help with the age makeup or whatever. Mm. But it is a major role, and I think for uh, it's worth getting as many PCs into major roles as we can yeah. manage. That's that's a good idea. So, what kind of alternatives can we do besides perform? Uh, so this is what's on the GM's head. Is there's performance? Yeah. There's um, the the main one they need is people to perform in whatever role. Extras, yeah. main casts, whatever. Um, then second to that, they need FX crew and stage crew and that sort of thing, and people who who actually know what they're doing and can do things quickly and efficiently, as opposed to just hands to carry heavy object A to point B. Elgi Valdrago can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not on the list. The, the problem here, and um, I think I, I will just give you the outright meta for how this mm-hmm. is going to That'd work, be handy. is basically what you need is the production to go off as well as it can, and it isn't going to go off like a grand opera performance mm-hmm. because you have two days and a bunch of people who haven't practiced the parts and yeah. all of this sort of thing. It's going to be a complete clusterfuck. People are going yeah. to miss their marks, be in the wrong place, you know, singing the wrong song at the wrong time, you've got the wrong musical cues... It's a cacophony of disaster, but the important part of this is that the show must go on, and none of the horrible errors must be noticeable to the audience. It just, whatever else happens, and, and Iliosa emphasizes this point, whatever else happens, it needs to look like it's part of the show. Mm-hmm. So the way I'll be assessing your levels of success at this mm-hmm. is literally based off, obviously, perform is pretty much a, a major skill in it. Mm. But it's about keeping the performance going, and other people are going to screw this up for you, even if you don't. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. So I, I would not put elaborate amounts of endless lengthy planning into trying to get it perfect, because you just won't get it perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would suggest that our first goal is to get a decent supply of warm bodies in the vicinity of the theatre... And that our second goal would be to get some kind of rehearsal process underway. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't quite finished. Oh, my apologies to you. You're fine. Um, but, uh, what was I saying? show must go on. Other people are going to screw this up for us, whether we screw it up or not. 
Yes, um, I anticipate that all of the PCs at some point are going to need to end up on screen singing or dancing or doing whatever it is that they do. Yeah. Um, and as I have said, I will give bonuses on your roll to any players who are actively prepared to sing. Do we get sing. scripts to sing from? Or no, we sing no. from our head? Yeah. From the head. <laughs> That's going to be difficult. I, I do not expect the players to actually put on a performance of this completely fictitious play. I will merely set up, you know, and then, Silver, it's your number, so Susan, sing me half a dozen lines and then roll a perform check. <laughs> and whatever you sing is the appropriate song. Okay. No, I was prepared to write up, you know, the play, but I wasn't prepared to write up actual oh, musical right. numbers for all the play- players to actually sing. Yeah. Although he's written Alec's big number, just to be clear. Yes, no, I, have, I have written, sung, and recorded yeah. Alec's final number. Uh, that was me. Cool. Okay, so my suggestion is potentially... We go round and round up, endeavour to round up at least a moderate number of more warm bodies who hopefully have some talents, and then we um, endeavour to do some kind of rehearsal. Does that work with what you had in mind? Yeah, very much so. Uh, cool. The the other thing to keep in mind is um, what non PC class people look like compared to you. Like the average commoner's stat array says that they have one twelve. So the really super charismatic bard that everyone knows has put that 12 in charisma. Yeah. You know, so you guys are on average probably better performers than most of the random random semi-trained performers you could dig in at two days' notice. Yeah. Because you're PCs. Yeah. And this party is heavily charisma-focused. Yes, yes yeah. we are. Well, the other one is, if we would potentially be better, we could do... Some kind of, um, you know, PCs and some some more of the roles. Uh, Darren's going to stay mostly off the stage because he doesn't want somebody off stage seeing the damn thing on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I can, well, we can yeah. try to be on stage as much as we can. The ones with high yeah. charismas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just. I have to admit, I am really tempted to try and do Martin, the the scenery chewing villain. I just see some problems in that Jack is a a girl and b very short. Don't you also have um, inspired uh, competence? Uh, no, I believe that's a song I I got rid of for my lightning spells. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not so much of a problem in Fantasyland D and D, but in regular Shakespearean, real world Shakespearean plays. They had guys playing girls' roles all over yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah, although not necessarily the other way around. No, but like in a world where you have gnomes and dwarves and all this kind of thing, yeah, you know, I imagine yeah. that, that you often have these roles being played by. It's one of those things in the grand super performance of the opera. Everyone would be of the right race, class, and age yeah. to play their roles. With this, Archibald's just taking what he can get. You know, well, a, a girl gnome that's Martin is a hell of a lot better than no one that's Martin. Yes. Well, the other one. Well, that would be kind of cool. The other thing is, I could get someone to. If Garen's not prepared to do it, I could ride on somebody else's shoulders to be tall enough, and then um, Silver could give me a hand with this guy's chip. No, damn it! I want to go for that. I can do. Bo- I can do both. <laughs> <laughs> Unless people are wholly opposed. Nope. No. No. The other thing is, is you could do like a ghost sound where you project your voice. 
I, and I could do an illusion to make myself look extremely like um, Martin for uh, yeah, at least two minutes yeah, of the hour. Yeah, that requires magic, but yeah. she's able to do that. Yeah, but the point is, Susan, I could do that for two hour, two minutes of the hour. I'm going to be on stage. I will also allow people to enhance their perform checks if they have other applicable skills or magic or whatever they can use to aid themselves. Yeah. Uh, like, Silver putting himself in a really good costume will actually make his performance better. Yeah. Um, likewise, if you've actually got spells that help you perform, like ventriloquism and weird shit like that, you can totally use yeah. them. I guess the other side of the coin is I have no perform skills, except for the street magician yeah. thing. Yeah. And if it's untrained, that's another minus five. Oh, are you sure? It's got a start next to it. May be used untrained, but at a minus five penalty. Yep, okay. yep. So, unsurprisingly, this will favour people who can perform. Yeah, so maybe that isn't such a good idea. No, no, that's still good. I mean, uh, it's better than the common folk. Where are you going to produce better people? Yeah, is, is well, the there's question. bards. Yeah, there's but how many bards? Well, I can get a whole bunch of bards. Yeah, I know not as many as you think. And yeah. the thing is, we won't name NPCs for the big roles. We yeah. don't want name PCs or NPCs for the big roles. We don't want um, bad, bad face. Yeah, so I will, I, will just, face. I will just jump ahead to this. Like, you were having a lengthy debate and discussion about this and talk, and talk to a bunch of different people and that sort of thing. Um, you will find that, you know... Silver, you, you have a bunch of bards performing at your concerts, but when I say that, I mean it's like 10 of them. It's not yeah. 200 of them. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they want money, though. Yeah, a couple of them a couple of them won't want to come because they don't, don't want to get too close to this grand production and, you know, risk getting blood veil. A couple of them won't come because they have blood veil. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a couple that won't... A couple that won't come because, you know their assorted criminal connections suggest they might not want to stand too close to the Queen, or that people might not not be willing to let them stand too close to the Queen. When you go through this, you are not going to be able to assign faceless NPCs to these roles. You will not be able to get people who are good enough to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we get NPCs to fill out the ranks of the extras? Absolutely. Excellent. Okay. Alright. Is Nakoda going to be alright? Alright, so yeah, in, we want In many cases, relatively simply. Yeah. Like, people that either are, have no reason to turn you down or are in no position to turn you down, you don't need to roll yeah. uh, diplomacy checks and that to get them. Does Nakoda want to perform here? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yeah. a bard who performs on yeah. stage. He's and he's going to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> alright, so we've got Nakoda. Um, is. Alright, I. I do we want to get Varric Van Kastigan or Growl to be Waylon? I can talk to Varric, yeah. but Growl would have to be talked to by the, this one. The Queen is not being paid <laughs> because that's tacky and pointless. But, yeah. Um, yes. Um, so, yes, we will ask Varric if he's prepared to be Waylon Endron. Varric Van Kastigan? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, yes. Yes, he will. Oh, this is one I haven't mentioned. Um, because he, he will actually take that up like a shot. Oh, well. Because three of the other people who have secured roles in this cast, no matter where Amadeus uh, Archibald puts them, are the three Arcona cousins. Oh, oh. sweet. Damn it. So including, they're in the play as well. Including Malia Arcona, yes. So she, what role is she playing? Uh, nothing at the moment. Okay. She, she wa- they were scheduled to be extras in the play, yeah. like that, that Gloria was using as influence to get them in the troupe. Yeah. 
So yeah, we have our Kona cousins down as some of our extras. Oh no. Why do I keep thinking of the weird sisters when I think of them? <laughs> weird sisters are much cooler. I just keep thinking yes, and, of the four And Meliora Kona is literally Virk's, you know, girlfriend, girlfriend. so yeah. he's quite happy. But it's not public. No, no, but I'm sure he would love to hang out with her more. Mm. I think of the Dracula's brides. Mm. Alright, um, so that's our main cast members. We have Iliosa as Elika, Varric as Silva, we have um, Piero as Nakoda, um, so that's one handsome and uh, uh, studly but handsome and handsome but studly, respectively. <laughs> um, we have Martin as Jack with um, some, it's balancing on somebody's shoulders for the requisite height and having some assistance with Silva. But I think deliberately someone short because the, the gag, one of the gags of this production is that Martin is excessively short and that's one of the reasons he's such a bastard <laughs> yeah, to yeah, everyone. Yeah, because he's, he's the Varesian who's got everything humanly Get her uncle. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Join the play or I'll tell them about your smoking habits. Uh, the challenge there is going to be that, you know, when you go around to the... Uh, uh, unless we want to break this drama early, when we go around to uh, Pinklewinks no- and knock on the door, nobody answers. Is that correct? Uh, who's going to do it? Yeah, that's a good point. All right, we'll put Z down and we'll, tr- and we'll see what happens. All right, and um, Lucy is Kyria. Yeah. All right, and then we have... Um, Flora and Garin doing stage handing and Jack doing um, fire illusions. Sounds good. Um, then to fill out our cast, we want to ask um, Rosalie. <laughs> yes. Um, if she would come and be in our play. Uh, it is my. It, it is literally my duty to serve the Grey Maidens as required. <laughs> this is not quite what I had in mind, but I. I can sing a little, I can dance, I can juggle, let's face that gorgeous. Yeah. That's the theory. <laughs> Excellent. Then we'll have both a quid and a princess on stage. How is that cough? How is that cough progressing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hale and hearty like a dwarf should be. I heard that's what they say just before they die. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will ask Flora, we'll ask Growl. Apparently they need me to ask Growl. With cookies. Want me to what? I don't want you to do anything. The others want you to join the play. And your sister. And and your sister. What? You just... And maybe the kids as well. Yeah, they'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that could be yeah. part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, Tess could use a chance to hang out with so to get <laughs> a little bit extra money in her pocket. Excellent. <laughs> yep. yep, the Soldado family is, yep. is yeah. extras. Alright, um, I will go find Tiora and ask if she's interested in joining her production and give her a chance to hang out with, you know, her boss and other important co-workers. Networking? Uh, that one you will need to give me a luck check on. Great. Because she's hiding? She might be difficult to track down. Alas, I fear I do not find Tiora. That is like five. Uh, you can find her fairly easily. She's literally in the middle of her, um... Grey Maiden induction. Oh, right, so she's too busy. So she can't be spared for duty. Okay, no problem. Um, Silver rounds up a bunch of bards. Yep. Yeah. Jack refrains from rounding up a bunch of street urchins. <laughs> I want to be clear, I could totally do it. I'm yep. just not sure it's such a great idea. <laughs> Consider yourself a friend. <laughs> um, Nakoda and his Shionte buddies. We want a whole bunch of Shionte warriors. 
suspiciously oh. yeah, yeah. I, was gonna mention, yeah. I don't know how that's going to go down because it's putting and, them in a really bad light and here we're going to have to cut back into um, skill checks and scenes because yeah. the the thing is the, the actual history is, is pretty clear that a bunch of Shante showed up to burn the city down and kill everyone mad woman oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, history, yeah. history kind of doesn't dispute this uh, yeah and the play is historically accurate about that in the sense that it displays a great fire where a bunch of Shawante show up to burn down the city. But these Shawante are not people... There's no even remote effort It's the history of they're kind of defending their homes from Chalaxian yeah, invaders. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just this is where, ha, 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 okay. we like kicking puppies. Yeah. All right, let's not do that. Even, yeah, even Jack that was, thinks that. That's, was, that was my problem. Yeah, no, okay, them. let's not. <laughs> We'll just have Nakoda in the hero role and call it there. Yeah. Um, um, they're, they're very much the kind of thing where they make, like, the Tolkien orcs look subtle as bad guys. Yeah, yes. no, it's alright. We'll, reg- we'll have regular Verizians and Chalaxians playing the Shantae because that's a bit less skeevy. As long as they're not, like, doing the whole blackface thing. Alright, and Griff, man. Go get oh. Griff. Yeah. Flora does not want to help you, so you're just going to have to do it alone, even though she thinks you're crap. Just tell her. That, just tell him that, that she's going to be there. Garen's <laughs> got Garen's got it. Garen's got it. Oh. So Garen's going to go up to uh, the temple of Abadar, Boulder's Brass, Asmodeus, Asmodeus, yep, yep, yeah. whatever. One of those evil gods. Yep. <laughs> Abadar's not evil. Yeah, that's the point. Garen's <laughs> just getting it wrong. <laughs> Hey, he has a religion of four. He can't expect to know everything about it's religion. It's higher than mine. <laughs> anyway, going yes, it on. Be. Uh, oh, there, lad. My name's Garen Silversmith. I'm here to see Griff. Is he in at the moment? They're calling him Bordal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's really going to get on this good side. <laughs> uh, he, the Hell Knight guarding the place looks at you for a you mean Griff Mandravius? That's the one. Why do the thugs he's a little too high above his station? The hell that nods <laughs> like, yeah. I'll send, I'll send word walks inside, Ball. Uh, you wait for you know, 10 <laughs> minutes or so. Uh, Griff, come down. <laughs> Garb! Ah, Griff. You. I don't, I don't usually see you here in the. By the, near the welcoming arms of our Lord Asmodeus, high and mighty and powerful he is. I was watching oh, yeah, 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 watching yeah. <laughs> Come with me for a walk. Sure, with um, Octa- with, with Octavia sitting, he sort of walks off with you, and he says, with, with Octavia sitting on her high seat, uh, treating the treating the petition of Asmodeus that she finds worthy, and Tanith bogged down with his duties and seneschal. It's not like I've got a lot to do around here. Oh, that's good to hear, lad, because I need to ask you a favour. I need you some help to get out of a bond. <gasps> he stops and sort of looks like something. Uh, let me guess. You had a grand scheme, a plan, and it just sort of got a little out of control. <sighs> Happens to you from time to time. It's okay. I'm here to help. Ah, <sighs> oh, I know you are, lad. But it's not my grand scheme that's got me wrapped up. Flora's in trouble? Just tell me where she is. No, no, no. It's, it's Lucy's plan this time. I c- 
couldn't possibly leave a damsel in distress like that. I'd be happy to swoop in and give her whatever she needs. I, Unless I... she's got blood bail, I suppose. I can't really give her mouth to mouth then. Oh, that, that's alright, Octavia will treat me later. What am I thinking? Take me to it. Choosing to avoid that. So here's the, here's the rub, lad. We've been called in to help with this greater glorious play of our city. And they're in desperate need of actors. They need good-looking, talented young men to woo the crowds. And as you know, I'm a bit not to everyone's taste. So I thought, who did I know in this city? Well, I wouldn't I'm... say ancient. Oh, you, you didn't say ancient. Never mind. Can you... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Christmas. I was thinking, <laughs> who, are, who in the city do I know that would have the skill, the talent, and the looks to pull this sort of thing off with only two days' notice? And I immediately thought of you. That was a very wise thought. Yes. You're a very wise man, Carol. Especially with people walking on the line. What can I do if my if if Lucy needs me, if my city needs me, oh, if the woman in the audience needs me? Oh, not just, just not just Lucy. Flora and the Queen are going to be there. <laughs> well then. <laughs> Take me, take me to this play. And he walks off with you and says, and and just as you're walking off camera, he turns, he turns slightly to you and says, "So if the queen's going to be there," and he stops and looks Garan up and down for a moment. Do you think it's possible that Blackjack will make another one of his disturbances? I suppose you'd have to know when the play was going on and be very close to very close to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, don't, I, I think you might have been out of the room. Yeah, no, I get the thing that they Garth both thinks Griff is blackjack. Griff thinks Garrett is blackjack, and this is probably going to go on for the entire campaign. Yes. Yeah, even yes, when they is. see blackjack swinging by over there, yeah. they're just like, "But illusion." Every time we see blackjack, I've gone to Gar- I've gone to Jared the next uh, night and yeah. asked, "Could Garrett see?" Could Garrett see Griff anywhere? No. No, he could not. Yes, you have never seen Griff and Blackjack in the same place. And Garrett's never seen... Gar- and he's recruiting seen- silver into this now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a different theory. Um, anyway. No, no, no. I'm convinced, Garrett's convinced silver that Griff may be Blackjack. And um, <laughs> are yeah. you feeling well enough to go around and knock up Z with me? See if he's available to take on this play? I'm still sick, so I'm staying away from my house. Okay, Jack will go. My mother gets sick. Jack will go and see, go to Winfrey and Pickwick's house of potions yep. and knock on the door. There is a sign on the door that there's a sign on the door blatantly when you walk up that says closed. Big knocks. No. You knock. Nobody okay. answers the door. I will go and peek in some of the windows. Uh, can you give me a search check? Twenty-seven. Okay, so when you start actually engaging in some some clambering and yeah. some poking, and I'm things. not breaking in. Just to be clear, I'm just doing a pre-breaking in survey. No case of the joint. No yeah, case of the joint. You don't have no, to I'm actually break in out. after you do not see Livia Wintrish anywhere. Uh-oh. Um, you do see Z in his bed. Oh, that's gonna be bad. So um. I will, um, is there, can I get to a window and call into him? Yeah. Yep, so I will prize open a window a little bit. Uh, Z, are you okay? Sorry, it's Jack. Sorry to disturb. 
and he's of course got his head facing away from you and he rolls it over and he's got this red mark going across his eye and down curving over half his mouth he's got blood veil obviously and he looks up at you Jack looks uh, you know very confused oh uh, yeah let me get the door hops out of bed and walks over hey, can you make me a heel check Oh, okay. he, he obviously has blood vial. What else can you assess? Oh, yeah. uh, nice. Uh, so I don't have any heal. Do I take a penalty? Nope. Okay. Uh, 16. It's not a training. I don't think it's a training required. No. Uh, okay. So when you look at him, um, he looks dazed and out of it. Um, like he's having trouble tracking what's going on. Among other things, he says, let me get the door, then goes over and opens the window and lets you in without seeming to notice anything terribly amiss with this. However, he does so pretty quickly and pretty healthily. He doesn't look like he's struggling to breathe, coughing, anything of the sort. Uh, he's got blood veil. His charisma has taken heavy amounts of beating, which is, and, and one of the things that does for you is you lose a lot of your sense of self-awareness. He's not necessarily overly aware of what's going on around him or any of that sort of thing. On the other hand, he still looks really healthy, like uh, probably healthier than you at this point. Yeah. Uh, his constitution is really good. Ah, uh, yeah. So he's, no, he's got blood veil. It's draining his constitution. He's not even remotely close to dying of this. It will take him weeks more before he's even going to notice this, but his charisma is what's problematic here. Yeah. And he sort of opens the window blarily and lets you in. There. Sorry, I, I closed the place up. I was struggling to keep up with the work, and there have been a couple of attempted burglaries. People trying to steal anti-plagues and that sort of thing. It's and he just, whatever point he starts with is and then just loses his point halfway through and stares blankly off into the distance. Hey, um, listen, um, Flora's got a bit of a hospice thing going on. I think maybe you should come down there with me. Um, Lucy's mum lives here too, right? Is she okay? Olivia? Uh, no, poor girl. She's, she's troubled. He, he stares at you a little blankly like he's not quite... Focused on who he's talking to, she I keeps thinking Gaius will come back for her. She can't let herself believe that he's dead. It's sad. Oh yeah, I think I know a little bit about that kind of thing. Um, can I? Where is she? She's. He struggles to think his way to this. She was in her room. She told me she was going to. Party. Oh. Her and Gaius were going to a party. Yes. Okay. Why don't you just lie back down again, Z? I'll just go and have a little look around. He's he's like rocking around on about yeah. four, four charisma at this point. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I'm going to sort of encourage him back yeah, yeah. to bed. Get he's him, he's very suggestible and biddable. Yeah. Get him some water. Just yep. to, and um have a bit of a look around the room. Yeah. Around the house to see if I can if Olivia uh, Winfrish is uh, inside. It takes very little looking to discover. No, she isn't. Um, but she's blatantly left a note sitting on the kitchen table that is written in a very wavery hand, but otherwise um, it is addressed to Lucy, and it says, Dear Lucy, those 
lovely folk, the Carowinds, have invited me to the party they're holding at their manor. I wasn't sure the Wintrishes... Uh, but no, she wouldn't go into this. Um, she says, Gaius, Gaius and I have been friends with the Carowinds for many years, of course, and would be delighted to attend their party. I've, made, I've sent back letter by invitation, and I'm expecting the carriage to show up this morning. Um, you know who the Carowinds are. Yeah, they're, they're, they they're, are a, um, they're the ones who have a manor house that's yeah, shut themselves in. Yeah, that's what I was just writing. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say? It's the house that's shut. Yeah. 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 The uh, brothers. When you look around, all evidence seems to suggest that she's walked out of this house under her own power to do that. Like, yeah. some of her, uh, what you would guess is the nicest noble dresses she has are gone, that sort of thing. Uh, one of the things you will find is there is an old, reasonably uh, reasonably decent human guy suit laid out on the bed like she's waiting for Gaius to get dressed in it. Obviously yeah. he hasn't done so, which would be far more disturbing. Yeah. But she appears to have just walked out of the house under her own power, and there's no evidence here to suggest she made it there or not. Yeah. But... Alright. So, um, at this point I will lock the house back up and given that Flora isn't actually um, in her hospice at present, we'll just go find, track down Lucy and ask what she wants to. Uh, Lucy, I um I went to find Z. Um, he's a little bit smidgen sick with oh, blood fell. No. He seems like he's going to be okay. He's he's not very physically unwell, but he's a bit you know dwelly out of it. I I think he could probably use some help. I don't know if you want to use that cure disease scroll on him. But um, the other thing that may be a problem is it um, here. Your mother left you this note. She's gone out. Oh my god! <laughs> to a party. Uh, I think she's at that weird manor. They're not letting anybody in. It looks like she really went somewhere. Anyway. Uh, oh my god! I need to track her down. I need Flora. Yeah. Thing is, I don't know if we have time to do that and do the play. Flora's really good at tracking. She might be fast. Mm, she might be. I run to Flora. <laughs> uh, you are, at, at some point in this, you're going to get a streetwise check and, and yeah. possibly some others for how um, efficiently and quickly you've assembled your, your cast of people and that sort of thing. Yeah. Which will give you... Um, successes towards your grand goal of pulling off the play. Because yeah. effectively that translates to more rehearsal time, it translates to better play. Yeah. Uh, which I will penalise appropriately if you end up diddling around elsewhere for excess time. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, I propose as a possibility, yeah. we could use one of the scrolls of cure disease regardless of what you want to do about your mother yeah. we could use one of the scrolls of, of cure disease on Z which would have the net advantages of he would stop dying of blood veil. We could use him in the play, and we wouldn't need to run around treating him while Flora's hospice is not open. Good idea. Yeah. Well, uh, we could send the play doctors there. Well, we can try and cram him into one of the city hospices, but they are pretty full up. Yeah. And that doesn't give us an actor. Um, the play doctor that go around. Yeah, but then them. they have to take the Yeah, they'd, they'd take him to the hospice of the Blessed Maiden rather yeah. than treating him in his house because it's just completely yeah, but my, for them my, to 
but my impression was that the hospitals of Blessed Maiden and most similar hospitals are pretty much fall to the gills. Uh, it's pretty much the, the one big hospital that's yeah. holding everyone, because they want all the sick in one place. Uh, yeah. They are treating people and letting and letting them out again when the doctors deem they're sufficiently cured, though. So yeah. beds so are could, continually opening up and filling. Yeah. Yeah, so we could take we could just take him down there yeah. and then um, for now and keep an eye and yeah. Yeah. yeah keep an eye on him. Yeah, that seems reasonable. He's in pretty good shape, so he may well yeah. recover. He's, so yeah, he's healthier than the elephant. All right. Time. So if that's what you want done, I'm happy to get him there while you sort out the thing with Flora, and yeah. we'll try and be as efficient okay. as we can. Uh, when you pump Z for more information, he can tell you it's just slow getting it out of him. Yeah. When you ask, he says, "Yes, Livia went to a party." Yeah, and she definitely went there. He put her in the carriage, right. and and he says, "I didn't want her to be around me while I was sick." Same reason Lucy's staying away. So she is probably at so the Carowind Manor. She literally the... got picked up by a Carowind carriage. So do I know the Carowinds? Yes, okay. they are. They were old yeah. friends of your family. Yeah. Uh, can you actually give me a intelligence check? Or knowledge civilization of the favors you better, but... Oh, there, there was a couple guys because it yeah. rolled up the thing. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll treat again. Yeah. This time... Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Alright, so in Polydon's check, it's um, 20, um, 23. Okay, so the have were friends of the Wintrish family. Um, not super, super close best of friends, but you know, were, you're all, you were all noble families on yeah. about the same plateau of that sort of yeah. lower nobility. So you've been to their manor, you've been to, they've been to you, right. they've been to your place, you know, you've had lots of parties yeah. together. Um, that relationship completely disintegrated when Gaius yeah. died and the nobility was lost. You haven't spoken to any of them since. Yeah. Your guess would be it's probably by error more than anything else that she's been invited to yeah. it. But it's but feasible that they yes. genuinely invited. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, they're now, not the bad people. Yeah, and she, now that we know, there, yeah, there, yeah. Is, there is not an invitation sitting around because your mother has obviously taken it with her. But based on what she's written in her letter, you would guess from the language she's used that she's been sent a proper yeah. invitation. Yeah. Okay. So. All just, right. So that's got to make sure that. Yes, yeah, that's. Been, a, she's in there. Yeah. So that's, that's all right. right. So not the, 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 in the street something. Yeah. So the carriage has taken her there. So that's cool. We'll get Z into the hospice of the Blessed Maiden. You do so. And then um, after when, after the play is over, when we can, if he's still not better, we can take him to Flores. Yeah. Um, I'll be um, getting Lakota and any other person that is in the barter range. Yeah, we've t- we've ticked those people off already. Yeah, well, that's what I'll be doing while you guys are yep. doing yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So we we spend some street. What this was just determining which people we can assemble. Jared yeah. will assess how much time it takes us. So that is our cast. Okay, pass me your list. Just check this for. Okay, so what I will take here is a group streetwise check, um, as in um, everyone, somebody rolls it, everyone else assists them, okay. to see how fast you can get all these people together, how much rehearsal time you can get. Do you want me to roll? Who's uh, got who's the best? Uh, Flora's got the best streetwise, I believe. I've got six. I've got four. I've got four. So, yeah. Yep, yeah, okay. Yeah. And you can't make this worse, so there's no... Um, woohoo! I even assist. 
So let's count round. Lucy? Eight. So you do not assist? No. I assist. I assist. I assist. Um, well, I got 24. So, so it goes to 30 with a 6 assist. Yeah. Okay. So you can get everyone assembled and together in the theatre relatively rapidly. Sweet. Uh, that will net you two successes towards your play. By dint of you'll have more rehearsal time. Yes. Nice. Um, so the, the, we get, we assemble, we Avengers assemble. Flora only talks to a few of these people but she has a good idea of where to look and gives people pointers and sort of directs and this Flora uses her elite tracking skills to track these people down and maybe she does it with a little bit of air of the sooner we get this noisy business over with the sooner we can go back to what actually matters but the and, point is she does it and you gather everyone <laughs> together at the theatre and Archibald sort of looks them over um Eris is sitting in the corner looking at this collection. She is not crying like he is. She is just sort of face palming. Oh, um, I, I totally want to ask her as well on the basis that she's hanging around anyway if yep. she'd like to be on the play. I'm not a, I'm not a performer. I, I'm a playwright. I, this is... I'm scheduled to be second in the Marble Dome for my grand production of... I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Uh, if you pass me the Serpent Skull book out of there, I can tell you. Um, wouldn't it be in your interest to make certain that the first p- production was more of a success? Yes, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> well, plus, you can tell we did all the help we can get. Yes, yes, I, I suppose if, if Archibald says I, I can, he's the, he's the director here. Um, so, the people that haven't met her weren't playing this. This is Eris Movato. Oh, she thanks. dresses vaguely like a pirate. She is awesome. Um, the Abandango Cantos, that was it. Uh, she it's has written, awesome. She has written some play called The Abandango Cantos that is about... Um, it's a very Odyssey-like tale, spitting in the eyes of the gods and pirates and all this sort of shit. Um, and it's and she, she has apparently sold her play to Gloria Arcona to have it put on in the Marble Dome as the, it's going to be like the second play a, a couple of months from now, um, assuming that the Marble Dome doesn't shut again. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just here hanging around, um, being a general hand, learning the theatre, that sort of thing. Yeah. Look, this will be an excellent example of what not to do. <laughs> so... Archibald looks up and down at the people you've got and is sort of, alright, let's get some people on stage, let's hear some singing, see some dancing, see what you've got. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he looks at Iliosa, magnificent, radiant, she stands up and sings a little, and she can actually sing. Yeah. She is trained to perform and is actually reasonably good at it. Oh, um, and he says, darling, you'll do perfectly. Lovely, lovely. Now, the role of Verrick requires somebody who can make the woman in the audience believe that there is something more important in a man than marrying into money and a good family name. We need somebody who handsome enough that woman could look past his obvious pennilessness and already at the bottom of see, the stairs walking up on the see stage. good inside <laughs> his soul now you young man show me what you have 
bar the chest a little more. No, that button will have to go in. That one too. <laughs> won't need them at all. Yes, just cut down from there. That's that's lovely. Yeah. And and he will sort of take you by the chin like you're a prize racehorse and turn your head, <laughs> smile, off, tilt your head here. You know, I'll, it's a shame about the Parisian colouring. This is a chillaxian role, but with makeup, I'm sure we can cover. How would you it. like me to look? As well, Verek traditionally is dark-haired, pale, chillaxian skin, you know, but radiantly handsome. Draws the eye of everyone in the room. Like, like, if I could pick anyone to play it, it was, well, an elf wouldn't do, but that Tanith Madravius fellow. Oh, <laughs> I think he could make a heart swoon. <laughs> no, no one's heard of Mondale. <laughs> he doesn't know who the fuck Mondale is. <laughs> no one knows who the fuck Mondale is. He was hurt... Oh, okay, Tanith, whatever. Okay, Young man, sure. do you think you can be the Varric that makes me believe that you have nothing to offer but yourself, but that's enough? Oh! oh. <laughs> he falls to one knee as you, you prestigitate and start posing. And, oh. I believe I see it there, and can you sing? And you, you sing several bars. Yeah. Oh. I believe we've found our Varric. Now, our Piero, who... Who here was looking for that role in Dakota? Everybody who wants to be a Piero, take your shirts off, take your shirts off. <laughs> they will not be needed. <laughs> and Dakota sort of stands up and he's, you know, you've seen Susan's yeah. pictures, he's, he's Jake, you know, from yeah. quite a He's totally <laughs> he's, like he's got manly pecs. Uh, and Archibald moves up, uh, look, looks around at, you know, you've got him and three or four other guys on stage, and Archibald looks around. Griff with his shirt and, off, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> he looks at Griff, and, and Griff, it must be said, like, he's by no stretch of imagination fat or ugly, he just looks like a guy. Yeah. You, you know, he's actually reason, reasonably attractive because he's got that sort of fey half elven thing yeah. going on. Mm. But, um, he, Archibald goes over to the coater, looks down at the abs, and <laughs> runs a hand up or whatever. is like not, not entirely comfortable with this but continuing to what you're molesting yeah. and then oh, oh dear oh, oh this is I'm afraid Piero is not a masked role uh, you, you don't get me wrong no man, I have nothing against the Shaunte at all that tan of the plains oh my goodness it's stunning but uh, Piero must be a chillaxing or the role simply doesn't make sense. Elke cannot love somebody who is coming to burn down her city and kill her. I'm afraid, Ashanta, I just... I... It's, um, but Elke didn't technically have any boyfriends at all, properly. Oh, you're not one of those historians, are you? Elica... No one cares about the real Elke. Everyone cares about the stage. Elke as well. Yes, yes, we all have our unfortunate <laughs> handicaps. I mean, I'm already having to work with a chillaxian Playing elegant, no offence, darling. Uh, Dakota, how about if you sing a few bars? And uh, Leosa again, like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> not quite sure. <laughs> if people can believe that Alica would date Chilaxian, I don't see why she could, they can't believe she would date Chianta. Uh, and for this, I am actually going to need a persuasion check. Okay. He's got the highest persuasion. Uh, diplomacy, sorry. Diplomacy. Uh, uh, Nakota will assist with this by virtue of standing there with a shirt off. Yeah, Nakota's picks give you a plus two. Yes, Nakota's shirtless fate gives you a plus two. <laughs> Come on, do this for Nakota. Okay. Oh, fuck. Hang oh. on. That's a, that's, that's a 15. 15. Yep, hits it easily. Oh, wow, really? Good And <laughs> he looks at this and he says, oh, you know, you've started playing, well, you know, you've got a Chilaxian playing a Parisian, yeah. we'll, we'll make him up a bit, nobody will notice. And he looks at it and he just, oh, 
find the players ru- likely to be ruined anyway. We'll be the laughing <laughs> stock of Kumos for having a show on tape, play a Chalaxian, but it is not as if I have any better options. <laughs> I'm starting to get a bit, bit of feeling of what it must be like for the other My Little Ponies to be in the to try and help Rarity do something. It's, it's only a difficulty <laughs> ten because. He does not have a lot of people. <laughs> you know, Nakoda can actually sing and perform. Yeah. So yeah. And he looks good without a shirt. Yeah. yeah. The, the sad part is that these were the good jousting choices. <laughs> now we get to the bottom of the barrel. And for Martin, Martin is an intricate and detailed role. Well, he may appear to simply be a scammy, another scammy Varesian merchant looking to take advantage of the situation of where to girl against his will. That's not what needs to come across to the audience. The audience need to see somebody that they can laugh at, laugh with, want to see die. And Martin needs style, class, have sophistication, a large nose. Who is our Martin? There, there's... Like the real world equivalent here is this this guy's like um what's his face? Uh is it Shylock from the Merchant of Venice, where it's one oh of those God. roles where he he was at the time socially appropriately <laughs> Jewish. It was fine that he was the evil Jewish merchant. Oh. And now it's really racist, and this is exactly the role Martin is. Two hundred years ago, the fact that it was a Parisian who was a scammy merchant who wanted to use woman for his own good was perfectly acceptable. Now it's seen as kind of racist, but it's too ingrained into the play to get rid of. I don't see any reason why he can't be a rich Chilexian merchant. <laughs> so who's, who, who will be our martyr? And um, Jack um, will come at, you know come out as the contender for the role. Um, and um, the ever omnicompetent Miss Jack. Uh, and um, will um, I thought I could maybe balance on somebody's shoulders. <laughs> Darling, I like you. You're clever. You have the idea of stage performance. You could do it in stilts, but that would make the dance harder. We need someone short, stout, unlikely to fall over underneath you. Hiding, 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 hiding. We need a dwarf for this. I have a plan! I have a plan! I know a dwarf! I know a dwarf! Oh, Sarah, I over there, that's the dwarf who should be Martin's backslide. <laughs> Clara's looking around for another dwarf. Hopefully. Uh, so, Sabrina moves in front of the door. If I have to be here, so do you. <laughs> and Jack will run up. I made you that how about damn it. <laughs> Come on, Karen, do it for the city. Big no mice. Big no mice. Is it <laughs> Is it just is it just Jack? There, are, the no, there are no other dwarfs here. No. Oh. Uh, so, um, Silver will also go up, and he'll also do his elf eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> Griff does his Griff does his half elf eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm there. Yes. <laughs> I, I see this is you can totally give me an A another to my forecheck for walking in the right direction. Now we need a Wayland Andrew. We need somebody commanding, tall, magnificent, the sort of thing ladies are going to swoon over. Show me your show me your Waylands. Yes, yes. We'll 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 dye the hair, we'll age them up, that's no problem. Looks at Verek Van Kasken, gets up. Um, I have just Desperate to know whether he has ranks in. Get the first book. That would be lovely. I would love if he has a single rank. What were we going to get Griff to do? Something. 
Is it going to be an extra? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Poor, poor Griff. He's the best going to get a, a, a... The Icona cousins are extras. He'll have a great yeah. time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And Rosalie. There's a whole bunch of total babes and extras. Plus, he's Bordell. Nobody knows who Bordell is. Silver's dressed up as Mordell's currently. Varric Van Kaskigan's stats on it. Let's see. If we had more boy roles, um, if, if we had more roles going around, I'd totally get Griff to do something, but as it is... Um, Maybe he'd use bluff and think... I figured Varric um, would be good because he's actually kind of dashing. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get Van Carlo, yeah. but I think it's... He's, he's got charisma... Mm. And lots of points in ride. <laughs> ride. In ride. Ride. But okay. I, I think Sabrina's having a tough enough time not running out of the building as it is. I can't put Van Carlo in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really tempted to, um, but I decided not to suggest asking Marcus Entrum to be well I would have thought oh, really to see Jack ask that. Because Flora would not have helped her. Make it DC... 50 diplomacy check. I decided um, he probably can't act. He, he watches half a dozen people audition for Waylon and sort of <sighs> pats Varric on the side of the face. At least you're pretty. We'll work with that. <laughs> Perhaps it can be a silent role. Now, Kyria, your wife, since you are not going to be moving the audience, Kyria will give some, some of her lines to you, change some of the signals around. Now, who is our Kyria? Who here can be the woman who could capture this man's heart? The woman who can inflame the passions of a city to rise up against their own self-doubt, to take Alika's word? Who is here? Who here is an inspiring leader? The sort of woman whose beauty drives men to madness? Me, me, you here, and up walks a very attractive um, blonde woman in a tight-fitting outfit. Ooh, I'm Melia Arcona. Oh, and wow. I'm your Kyrie. Auctions done. Auditions done. The rest of you can leave. Oh. Pitch, please. <laughs> and, and, a, and a couple of the other women do actually walk off the stage. And, to, and Melia looks over at you. Eligibility <laughs> and royalty check. Oh. A wintrish. Some of you are still alive, then. Oh! Flora, Flora has, like, her, her, she's like, yeah. She's, like, pointing to her weapons. <laughs> yeah, I have, okay. I have not got a mini of this, this girl, but imagine, basically, the bitchy high school blonde cheerleader, yeah. and that's, that's about the yeah. age to about 20, and that's about there. Yeah. Kick her ass. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You <laughs> Oh my god, let's say. <clears throat> well, um, of course I am. Uh, but, and, and she, she looks, yes, but you're wearing that, and you're going to be seen in the arms of Varric Van Kaspiken, captain of the Arcona Armsman. Captain? Yeah, yep. he's running the Arcona Armsman. Hey, I don't need ten thousand dollar dress to make me look good. I can look good in anything, unlike yourself. Oh! 
You mean I'm hoping you can because you couldn't afford a 10,000 gold dress. You couldn't afford some of the plates I eat off. Of I don't even care. <laughs> and Archer, Archibald is just sitting back, like, watching this, like, waiting for the cat fight start. He's quite happy. <laughs> that's it, darlings. Passion. Fire. That's what Kyrie needs. Do you want literal? She can do literal. Can we have a competitive perform role for addition for this? <laughs> yeah. I don't pop roll. Yeah, but I don't think that Molly Arcona can actually act, so I think this was a fair deal. Uh, I, I will take opposed perform checks here. Oh, oh my this god, is this is gonna be funny. <laughs> Please, not oh, right. oh, jeez. Oh, this is the same roll I got. Yeah, that's alright, she's not good at yeah. um, So that's. So add um, your charisma and then add. Uh, it's three. Yep. <laughs> yep. Which puts you ahead of her, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so both of them, both of them get up there. Clearly, um, a few more of us should have played bards. Both, both of them can sing. Yeah. Um, you know, both put it this way: both of them can sing perfectly adequately for people that do not have actual classical training in it. Yeah. You know, take take somebody you know that's just a person who sings well, and that's about yeah. the level that both of them perform on. Um, Melia is actually okay. Lucy is is okay as well. Both both of them make up for what they don't have in actual singing uh, training. With both of them carry a lot of stage presence. Both of them are quite attractive, quite arresting. Melly is just a little more, a little more. What's the word we're looking for here? Shrill. (laughs) (laughs) Well. For two late for two ladies with absolutely no training, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And and he stands up and he says, "Melia, darling, I loved what you were bringing to the table. The passion that you brought to it, the way you made eyes at Verica. I could truly believe that you were genuinely looking to be married. That you were genuinely married to him. I could see a great future for the two of you together." I was moved by your performance. It was amazing. And that's why it's so hard that I have to pick Lucy Lucindy instead as the American Idols. <laughs> but, well, the good news is we inevitably wind up fighting Meliara Conan now. But don't worry. Rivalry oh, thing. She can beat the understudy. But don't worry. A woman in Kyrie's position... A woman in Kyrie's position would have a handmaiden and I can see <gasps> you're filling that role nicely. Oh, so damn. just take the stage very slightly to the left and about two paces back from Lucinda. Well, that's wonderful. Yes, darling, that's it. Wonderful. We'll make you famous. You'll be her understudy and we take this play across the Asia. Holy damn. Melia stamps her slippered foot a couple of times, holds up her arms in a huff and she says, well, that's fine then. I'm just here for what's best for the play. Become a professional actress. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Just to be clear, if anything happened to Lucy, yes, yes, you can be her understudy. That's good to know. (laughs) (laughs) If Lucy happened to die tomorrow... 
Yes, go ahead and threaten the wild mage. See where it gets you. Yeah, but Malia doesn't seem to necessarily... In fact, everyone can make a sense motive check. Yeah. 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 Bear in mind, this is probably the woman whose family was behind the assassination dagger. Uh, I got 19 on the natural 20. 16. <laughs> oh, what? A 19 on the natural 20? Yeah. Yeah. I got 24. <laughs> 17. Okay. So, uh, I think what you were looking at as players is a reasonably apt presentation. Obviously, the end piece of um, is, is her blatantly lying. Um, but she doesn't have a lot of classical training in this. She's... Um, she just doesn't come across as all that clever, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's she's threatening, um, you, you know, she's definitely threatening Lucy in a subtle way, but you don't really have any reason to believe she's going to follow through on it, yeah. nor that it's going to be anything cleverer than, oh no, look, I fell into her and she tripped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's alright, as long as it's not the sinister assassination dagger yeah. plot. <laughs> Wow, you don't is... see her walking around with another version of Carver and Belt going like this at Lucy's Oh, wow, This is a lower grade of bitchness than Cordelia from Buffy. <laughs> yeah, if she wasn't, I was I was looking for that. But Cordelia's not blonde. I'm trying. To, I was trying to remember blonde, um, blonde bitchy characters. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't I, that bitchy character even in the original. Have seen, seen Cruel Intentions? Oh, that's yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone who looks like Paris Sultan but has that personality, maybe, or something. I don't know. It's, it's alright. And then extras, you know, auditions, auditions. Yes, the young Rosalie Griff, yes, the soldados, absolutely, you know, we'll have these, we'll have all these people in. And he says, now, I need somebody to take. Oh, what about Fl- Flora's family? Yeah, if they want to join, they can join, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing the least. <laughs> I need somebody to take the role of the doubter. The one in the Croatian crowd who stands up and tells Elika that her prophecies are nothing but lies. But I need somebody who just seems like she's angry with the whole thing. Somebody who doesn't want to be here, has a face screwed up like oh, a lemon. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> who's I, I, deeply I'll, unhappy with I'll, this. I'll, I suggest... Uh, the yes! That's the perfect, darling! That face! That no! <laughs> You're wonderful! No. You're my doubter! No. You're the one who, who doesn't want to be I here and doesn't believe in Alec's majesty! I'm around blood veil victims! All the day, all day, and all night. Perfect. You're poor. You're Fine. sick, but you're not moved by Elika's prayers. I can see it. I it's just, wonderful. I'm walking out and I'm leaving and uh, I'm going. Back. No, yep. I'm going back. To, I'm going back to my my hospital. Come on, us. No. If you, if I have to be here, some <laughs> rare The city needs you for. Yeah, it needs me to heal it. Yeah, the thing is, this will a this will actually help people. Jared said that explicitly. And B, if you don't want to participate in this, this is going to be another, probably another session's worth of stuff that you're doing nothing in. So that, that's fine. Well, the other I, thing, I have thought about this and thought about this, and Flora does not. The other the not. other thing is, is you don't ha- yourself have to do any performance. He's just giving extra points to the character if you do perform, if that's what you're concerned about. So you can just say, okay, my character performs. She, I've, I've thought about this and thought about it. She doesn't want to... She she, she, she believes it is her... That Desna has basically given her the job of healing as many people as she can. 
Okay. Then we're down to pick number two for the doubter. Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go as white as a sheet. <laughs> she doesn't literally faint, but she does look like she's thinking about coming close to it. Garen's going to walk up next to her and say, If we have to stay here, lass, so do you. <laughs> And you'll be closer to the to the I queen. I swore I'd do anything to keep Iliosa safe, but I hadn't quite anticipated this. Places, darlings, rehearsal time. <laughs> and we see everyone moving up in costume and shifting into rehearsals mode and all that sort of thing. And I think that is where we will cut away. Will the passion of Saint Elica be the play that saves the city? Or a complete and utter farce. No, no. Will the Passion of St. Elica be the play that saves the city and a complete and utter farce? Or an utter disaster? <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. dun, dun.